0: From the Kiss 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are
1: you ready? Ladies and gentlemen. This is Roz yes. and Mocha.
0: <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going
1: on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chain Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're
2: listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys Roz and, Roz and Mocha.
3: Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Ready to go. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite?
2: Roz. Mocha. I keep
4: Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow. You just
5: won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all
0: just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: So I got to play you this sound. They capture the sound of what a black hole sounds like. And they had to pitch it up because the actual sound is over 50 octaves lower than the bottom note on a piano. So here's oh. here's what a black hole sounds like. That's pitched up. That's scary. Two hundred and fifty million light years away. Two hundred and fifty million light years away. Damn it, Maury. How long would it how long does it take to get to two hundred and fifty million light years away? First of all, I guess, how long does it take to travel? First of all, I thought that was your stomach. How long does it take to travel one light year? One light
7: year? One light year. And I'm just guessing, is it taking the night times away from a day and adding that up? And how many? So figure it out. 365 days in a year. Mm -hmm. Right. If you take away the nights, Mm -hmm. then it's 200 and something days to get there.
6: 200 and something days to get there. To to, to get where? To
7: travel what? To, one, to travel one light year.
6: To travel one light year. Okay, so say that you're in a space shuttle, right? And that space shuttle travels five miles per second. Given that the speed of light travels 186,000 miles per second, how long would it take in human years or in human time to travel one light year?
7: Oh, well, when you put it that way... Take your time. Think about it. <laughs> No, I know, but he said like it's faster. Yes. Mm-hmm. So by an immediate guess.
3: Yes. No, no this is math. It's got to be exact. No, I know, yeah. but we have limited time here. You
6: can, you can. We'll we'll give you time. We'll give you time. Oh. How long does it take? How long in human in human time would it take to travel one light year? Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Okay, it would take thirty-seven thousand human years to travel one light year.
7: Okay, but based on what you said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Something five seconds. Something. So, in
6: order, Maury, if you wanted to get to the black hole, <laughs> okay, uh-huh. it would take you nine trillion two hundred and fifty billion years to get there. Ain't okay in, that. in human years. Now, now let's say I can uh, find one much quicker. Okay, let's say you wanted to drive to the. Let's say you wanted to drive to the moon. Okay, before the black hole, you got to get to the moon, Maury. Okay, of course you do. So, let's say you wanted to drive to the moon. There was a road from. <laughs> There is a road from, directly from where (laughs) you are right now, (laughs) straight to the moon. How long would it take you to get there? 30 minutes. 30 minutes? 30 minutes? Say you're doing 100 kilometers an hour. How long is it going to take you to drive to the moon?
7: Oh, okay. 100 kilometers I carry one.
6: Um, Which one? one. (laughs) Which one? How long is it going to take you to drive to the moon? Four hours. Four hours. Uh, just over three months is, is how long it would take. Okay. Now. Is that stopping? What's that? Is that with stopping? Uh, is that oh, you with... say without stopping? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. How are you going to stop? Okay, Maury. Let, let's say. Okay, uh, Maury. What is the um, what is the distance around the world? Oh. Okay the distance around the world like flight time no uh, no just the actual distance like if you if you In took what? a tape measure if you took a tape measure let's say kilometers if you oh, took thank a tape God. measure I thought you were
7: going to say centimeters no
6: if you why would i say centimeters <laughs> you said tape measure okay if you took a tape measure right and and ran it all the way around the world yes. how how many kilometers is it all the way around the world
7: okay uh well it's like to niagara falls is something like 100 kilometers right mm-hmm. okay. so
6: let it's, me make it easier for you, okay? Please. If you were able to build a road all the way around the world, uh-huh. right? Just one straight road all the way around the world, okay and there was no traffic. If you did a hundred kilometers an hour, how long would it take you to drive all the way around the world? Okay,
7: here to Niagara is an hour.
6: Okay, so um,
7: I would say- and then you have to make a left, right? And then
6: three rights. No, no, no. We're just talking. Is, don't confuse the man, Mocha. Jesus. <laughs> but I was correcting him. Okay, okay go. You're okay. not making any rights or any lefts, okay? How long would it take to drive around the world more? So just straight. Straight. Or in my world, gaily forward. Gaily forward. Okay.
8: <laughs> How long would it take
6: to drive around the world? Seven days. Seven days. Uh, Sham. what are you saying? How long would it take to drive around the world? Uh, you can't. No, if there was a road. Oh, if there was a road. If there Pay was attention. a road. If um, we built a road... Straight shot all the way, one loop. No, one now, whole loop, one I, whole now, loop, all the way around uh, the world. No, I
9: said seven days. You said seven days. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go 24 hours.
6: 24 hours. No, uh, way. Mocha, Mocha, you would say what? How long does it take you to drive around the world? Like six months. Six months. Is that with stopping? Uh, so the, the 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 world is a total. If you did that, if you built the road, it's 40,000 kilometers. Which, if you were doing 100 kilometers an hour, would take 415 hours for a grand total of 17 Wait and a half days. Minute. But oh, I
7: can get to. But I can fly from here to Israel in 12 hours
6: yeah on a plane How, over an ocean,
7: I know, but you said they're like we're not yeah. worrying about oceans, it's just a straight road, yeah, so uh, a sky or ground, it should be but you're not, but a
3: plane flies at a much faster speed than a car could drive, okay, taking speed out of it.
6: The you plane can't. would fall. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be dead.
0: <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. podcast.
6: Hey, uh, you ever shared a toothbrush with your partner? Hell no. Yes. Not a deodorant or anything. Really, huh? No. No, Catherine and I have shared a toothbrush many times.
0: We won't even share
7: uh, floss.
6: No? Mm-hmm. Well oh that's well, I mean, I don't think anybody should be sharing no. floss. <laughs> That's like, that's next. I mean, I'll share a lot of stuff. Like, Catherine and I, for years, wore the same deodorant, like uh. the, the same stick of deodorant when we were you share a straw? Of,
7: of course. Yeah. That's- oh, we won't do that. Or not even a fork. No. What? No. You won't share a fork? No. If I'm having watermelon, Matthew will go get, like, he's, all oh, that looks good. And he'll go get himself a fork.
6: Okay. Wait a second. Y'all yeah, sitting yeah. around eating watermelon with forks?
7: What else do you eat watermelon with? Wow. You don't like hold it? <laughs> no, like, like wow. key, no. If it's pre-cut cubes, I buy pre-cut
6: cubes.
3: Oh, you right. know how expensive that is at <laughs> the grocery Four fifty-nine. Oh my god! That's
6: <laughs> not even for a full how, watermelon. How much is a whole like, watermelon? How much is a whole watermelon? Like two dollars?
3: No, like a full, full watermelon. Yeah. You oh. get one for like four bucks. Okay, four bucks.
6: and then that little tiny package of cubed watermelon is four fifty-nine. Oh
3: my god! Yeah. and you don't even get. That's, like, not even a quarter. That's, like, a third no, of a watermelon. No. So if here's that.
6: Sarah Silverman on The View talking about how she and her boyfriend uh, share a toothbrush.
10: Not only are you sharing your bed, you're sharing your toothbrush.
11: Ew. Really? That's disgusting.
6: <laughs> yeah, thank
3: you,
8: Joy.
11: I, I have told never you I was befuddled by that. <laughs> I have never shared a toothbrush with another person in my life, and for some reason with Rory, we have never not... Use the same toothbrush. Now everyone's saying that's so gross. Let me ask you something. Why is that so gross? We kiss each other where we <laughs>
8: <laughs> Oh
6: damn.
10: Not
11: everyone does that either. <laughs> yeah, but you're going in
10: there in the gums and everything. It's disgusting.
9: <laughs> Joy's so judgy. <laughs> I
10: mean, yeah, you're going in there with the gums. This is so gross.
4: Look, do what you want to do in your house. <laughs> okay. It's your house. It's high your man.
6: Uh, I still couldn't. Couldn't. You couldn't. No you should, like way. if you. Like what if, what if what if it's an emergency? Like what if you guys are at a hotel? You forgot your toothbrush, and Jenna's like, just use mine. Or she wouldn't ever say that. She wouldn't. No. Call downstairs. And what if your gum? No. Like what if you're away? Down. Like what if you're away? Use my finger. Use your finger. Yeah. <laughs> Hell no. Never done that. No. Pull a little
3: toothpaste no. on your finger and, and then just. I,
6: when when Kat, the times that Catherine and I have shared a toothbrush, I'll tell you. You know what? I I don't mind actually i Come don't on. mind already no i don't mind oh. yeah i don't mind putting a toothbrush in my mouth that's already a little wet
7: oh, <laughs> guys are so gross yeah oh. i don't
6: mind that no i thanks. don't mind that it's kind of nice no
7: no well you well, hold on nice. what if it's you know what it's based like, on it you
6: know sometimes in the summer right when you uh you you put a bathing suit on that you swam in earlier and it's not wet but it's like a little wet where it's cool like sure. as soon as you put it on you get uh-huh. that coolness yeah it's hits parts of your body that's to, different to me though. that's what that's it's your like using using, suit, using i know but to me that's what it's like using a toothbrush that Catherine had just used there's no. a coolness to it when it hits your mouth it's kind of nice no, that's Not too I enjoy why that's it why. the Roz and mocha show podcast
3: podcast i gotta tell you man yeah i gotta thank you Roz. why would i do your wiener technique. Oh, yeah?
8: Oh. Come on now.
6: Come on, talk to me. Yo, talk to best me. Talk to me. Talk ever. to me. So, we're talking hot dogs, right? Yes, sir. Okay. And then, uh,
3: so your technique is uh, not to boil hot dogs, not Maury's technique of microwaving them. Yes. Just steam the hot dogs and then you steam the buns.
6: Yes. Right? So, yeah. So, I take a like a parboiling pot, like the steamer, like mm-hmm. your vegetable steamer. So, I put water in a pot and then I put the steamer on top of it. Then, I throw the wieners right in the steamer so they're not touching water, they're just getting steamed. And I put the lid on it and then you steam those bad boys up. And then, I take a couple buns and I just like put like wrap a paper towel around them kind of uh-huh. thing. And I literally open the top and I drop that paper towel with the buns in it right on top of the wieners and then close it up again for like 30 seconds. And when you take it out, you put the wiener in those buns and they are like, it's like when you eat a Krispy Kreme donut, like everything just, it just dissolves in your mouth. So
3: I did that the other day. Okay. How
6: was it? (sighs)
3: The best. The best? I'll never go back. No. Ever? No. Never go back to boiling hot dogs again. No. Even putting them on the grill. No. The absolute best way to have a hot dog is to steam them and steam the buns. Thank you.
7: Yeah. Do you want me to tell you how I do mine just in case nobody knows? Uh you put it in the microwave <laughs> and then yes. you heat it until it gives an option <laughs> to say no. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. You go heat ahead. it until it starts to blister. Yeah.
6: yeah. How long and does that usually take? Like, do you wait for it to blister on one end or both ends? <laughs> no, Cause... you take it out as soon as the top blisters. Okay, okay. What? And s- Now, do you do, you do like, because sometimes when it blisters on one, it also splits down the middle.
7: <laughs> no, it does, but then you hide the blisters under ketchup.
6: Okay. Now, my problem <laughs> with, with that <laughs> technique, right, is that sometimes the blistered ends, uh-huh. like, really, really quickly, like like, almost instantaneously when you take it out, it starts to get hard.
7: Oh, oh yeah. yeah, right. Oh, yeah, so and that's do do not that good. Point? What do you do with that? No, point? you just eat the hard crust.
6: Oh, you eat the hard oh. part first. Oh. Oh. Okay,
3: so how long is a hot dog in the microwave for
6: about 90 seconds
3: 90, 90 seconds? <laughs> what do you have a microwave from 1986 <laughs> For that much to
6: happen You can in cook a seconds? steak in 90 <laughs> two, seconds.
3: Two blisters and a split. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Damn, that's So gross.
6: So you leave it in for ninety seconds, and ninety <laughs> seconds is what you get. That's so
3: gross. And then,
6: dude. Mm, no
3: way, two blisters and a split. It, so does, does Matthew like hot dogs that way as well? Absolutely. Eat them? Absolutely.
7: When you eat something long enough, it just gets comfortable.
6: I, uh, am <laughs> okay. First, wait a second. I'm in pain. Okay, I'm. Uh, I'm shocked that Matthew eats hot dogs. It seems like a health nut.
7: Oh no! Once in a while, we treat ourselves. <laughs> Once in a while, we.
8: <laughs> what about you, man? Uh
6: huh. Uh huh. That's pretty much the motto for the marriage, huh? Once in a while, we
0: treat ourselves The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
6: Uh, so because of poor harvest, supply chain issues, and in Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Um, food And food production shortages around the world. Cooking oils are actually being impacted the hardest right now, and the prices have been skyrocketing for the past six months. So while prices have impacted grocery stores, the greatest increase is going to hit you when you go to a restaurant. Uh, likely to see prices in cooking oils triple by the end of the year when it what? comes to vegetable oil. <gasps>
7: I heard that some fast food chains are switching to a different kind of oil. They they
6: have to. And nobody wants canola oil, right? Vegetable oil is – but the the problem with vegetable oil is – so first off, Ukraine is the largest exporter of sunflower oil in the world. Okay? Yeah. Uh, Vegetable oil is literally in everything. Like if you look at ingredients for things like pasta, cookies, chocolates, mayo, uh, all your baked goods, everything else, all vegetable oil. Right, so vegetable oil is literally in everything. So yes, now, Maury people are gonna have to try and find. Like why not avocado new oils. oil? I see
7: that everywhere. Use
6: avocado it, oil. It's very expensive, and yeah. two, it tastes awful. Oh, and, we don't. And I don't, you mind need. It. And you need like the the problem with vegetable, like the the difference between like cooking with vegetable oil and cooking with like avocado Actually, oil. We have
3: avocado oil, but we cook. No, we don't cook is, with it. We use vegetable oil. Is
6: you're not supposed to cook like olive oil at those insane high temperatures, yeah, yeah. right? Like the, the the smoke point for vegetable oil is much different than the smoke point for something like avocado oil or vegetable or, uh, or olive oil. So yeah, so prices are going to go absolutely bananas prices for cooking on, on, oils. On everything. I then. got massive fried chicken plans this summer. Not anymore. I know. Not anymore. I know. I'm going to go back to lard. I'm going to go old school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going oh, yeah. old school. Just
3: hearing the word. <laughs> Come is on so now. Gross. And it
6: comes in a solid... <laughs> (laughs) and you gotta melt it it down yes it does yes it does i'm going old school lard this summer
3: (laughs) you just spoon off a chunk
6: no put the whole square right in the pan no you don't yep Uh, that's too much it's not too
7: much (laughs) that's too much if you don't use it all can you turn it back into a solid
6: uh, um first of all (laughs) (laughs) if somebody's just tuning in right now and they have no idea what we're talking about the question was if you don't use it all can you turn it back into a solid (laughs) Um, I
3: mean, yeah, <laughs> give me like 30 minutes at least. <laughs> uh,
0: the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
3: Uh, remind me again, Roz, you gave up on
6: This Is Us. I know. Seasons ago, right? Um. Yeah, I, I watched the first season. Yeah. Everybody's talking about it, and there was a mystery to it, which is, you know, how did the dad die, everything else. To me, it was a one and done season, and then I started watching season two, and... I just found, I loved Randall, and I loved Randall's family, his wife. I like that storyline. But the two other kids, uh, I found them insufferable. And I couldn't, I, I, I did not care about their storylines. Mm. This
7: season is one of the best. This might, this season might be better than the first. Because really?
6: yeah.
3: I know damn more you and Shem him. are still watching the show. Shem's right? not?
9: You know, I'm caught up now. Are you caught up now? Oh, no. sure How is. have you not talked about this? Because listen, I got a life, bro
3: so this is the last season uh in the series and they're coming up on the last two episodes yeah so mandy moore is out there promoting it talking to jimmy fallon and uh talking about reading the script for the last last oh, episode gotcha. listen yeah. to this uh,
12: for the next two episodes are coming up obviously no spoilers but uh, on the emotional scale one being not that emotional, ten being, this is us.
13: Yeah, <laughs> Jack dying. Jack, Milo Jack dying. T- T- yes. I would say, I, I will tell you that the penultimate episode, um, which airs in like a week, yes. I threw up after I read it. Oh! Oof. And maybe that's just because it's it's really close to the bone for me. Like, this has been my life for the last six years, and it's like I simultaneously have to say goodbye to the character, to my family and friends on set, and this character's also coincidentally saying goodbye as well. So there was a lot wrapped up in it, but I still think that, like, you might need... A day off from work.
2: Really? <laughs> yeah. It's one of those gems? But
13: the finale nice. is a bit more of a hug. I think it's there's a little bit more levity. Yeah, the second to last is... It destroyed me. I, I have a feeling it might destroy people. Yes.
12: And there's parts of the next two episodes that were filmed three years ago.
13: Yes. And I didn't even remember. So the, the finale, the very last episode of the show, just because of the way we tell the story and jump around in time and obviously, like children keep growing and getting older. We yep. wanted to capture a very particular time in their lives. And so some of the finale was filmed three years ago. And I didn't even remember.
6: Damn. Wow. Hey. So do we know what? So the mom dies. We know that. Manny Moore said that, right? I think that everybody's expecting oh, it, that, right? Well,
7: the, the one that just aired ended with... Um, them calling each other, saying you better get here fast because yep. they're saying that we don't have much time. So,
6: left. is it a is it like it was with Jack with the dad? Like, is it a mystery what's killing the no, mom? No no, or no, no, no. She no. has Alzheimer's.
3: Um, like we know that. That's not a spoiler. Based guess, on what Mandy Moore told Fallon, right in this clip that we just played, for you, Damn It, and Shem, who are still watching the show, does this makes her reaction to reading the the script for the last episode does it make sense in the timeline of things that are happening on the absolutely. show absolutely yep yeah yep. does absolutely. it get and i know they said no spoilers but can you kind of predict what's going to happen
7: without absolutely. saying anything 100% absolutely.
9: and i can also confirm that Maureen and i will not be here the day after oh, oh wow oh, oh, oh. Like, so she I was saying to cry
7: now just remembering the the episode that aired on tuesday because like the way that they build this show yeah. where the mom helps the kids when they're getting um, dressed in the morning, and then how um, now when she's waking up and she doesn't know where anybody is, and they have to help her put her shoes on, and I'm thinking, I don't want to help my dad put his shoes on. <laughs> you have to put on your own shoes.
9: I'll be you put your shoes on when you get older. I'm old, telling
7: man. you, Alzheimer's sucks.
6: Yeah, it's not good. So is that what happens when you watch a show more? You think of your own dad? Every time.
3: You're still going to make the man put on his own shoes on, huh? <laughs> I'm going to even help him out. Put on your own shoes. Poor Frank.
6: Good thing he's got two others.
8: <laughs> you
6: know what I mean?
7: Just put on your shoes.
6: <laughs> All right? Those, those brothers of yours are going to step right up more.
8: Oh gonna <laughs> be over in the corner crying. And they're going to help poor Frank. <laughs> you know what oh I mean? God. Wow. Like,
6: golly, if you don't have the man put his shoes on Who's going to help him cross the road Like You gotta be there buddy yeah. This is us huh oh my
8: God. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast Podcast Yo, it's Roz Mocha. Yo, what's up, Mocha? How are you, buddy? Man, I'm having
3: a
14: rough day with this guy.
3: Okay, who... Where are you walking away, dude? <laughs> oh, hold on hold, on, hold on, hold on. I'm on the phone with you.
14: Hold on, hold on, hold on. I've
3: been, I've been texting
15: you guys.
14: Now okay, he's irritated okay.
3: that
15: you
6: called. Oh, really?
3: Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's your name, first of all? Sean. Sean texted us, Roz. Yeah. And said... Guys, my colleague just said he doesn't think Roz and Mocha have a good relationship. He's having a horrible day with me. So, Sean, what the hell is your co-worker's beef with us?
0: I don't know. You can ask him. He's here with me right now. What's the oh. problem, man?
16: I have no beef with you. I listen to you guys every morning. You guys are amazing. We listen to them together. No, we don't. Separately. Yes, we do. We sit in the vehicle together and we listen to, to them. Listen, I'm your Mocha. <laughs> wow. Roz, yeah. to the point, serious dude.
3: Love the guy. <laughs> Okay. But you
9: took me like I'm Maury. <laughs> you do act
3: like him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. But I need to know guys. what's going on. What? What's your boy's problem, though? Like, he doesn't think that Roz and I have a good relationship. Like, we don't no. get along.
16: No, you guys do have an amazing relationship. But he doesn't talk as much as you do. Who? Roz doesn't, doesn't talk, talk as much as me. Talk too much now. I talk too much
6: like making. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. You guys. <laughs> okay. I, I'm hearing a lot of internalizing here, like, like or, or reflecting or whatever the Big hell, mirroring.
8: Man. You guys.
6: Okay. So you guys, uh, you guys are co workers and you sit in, I don't know, some vehicle, I guess, and you listen to the show together. And do you sort of see yourselves and your relationship as like a sort of Rasa Mocha kind of thing? Is that what I'm hearing? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, so and, and are you are you are you clear on which one's the Roz and which one's the Mocha? I'm definitely the Mocha. He's the Roz. We even have our own Shem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. well, Watch those words, man. <laughs> 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 no, man. He would agree. He'd be like, Yeah, I'm totally Shem. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. 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 So you guys, you are you you are the Roz and you are the Mocha, and you got yourself a Shem. Um. So okay. So with your relationship, then, what makes it sort of like a Roz and Mocha relationship? I'm the- Oh.
9: but He thinks he is, but he's not. Everyone, everyone I comes to me. Down. Everyone comes to me, and they're like, "Yeah, Sean, you're our favorite." And then they look at Maury and, or they look at uh, they look at uh, Tifu, my buddy here, and they'll be like. Yeah, you know, they they love him, but they have to give a reason like when you guys ask the question.
8: Okay. 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 okay.
6: So I love
0: how you just called him Maury as
3: well. I
6: know. I know. I know. <laughs> like okay, it's so I, natural. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So you guys uh have a fantastic work relationship and No, far from. Whoa,
16: whoa, whoa, whoa. Far from. Okay. okay. okay person, man? No.
6: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I'd rather listen to both of you.
8: <laughs> I uh... <laughs>
6: I, I got it. okay. So now that you're now that you're on with us, do you guys have any questions at all? Like how we make this relationship work? Maybe we can help you guys out with your relationship.
14: Yeah,
6: how do yeah. you listen to him speak so much? How do I listen to him
16: speak so much? Jeez. you man, so you, you, you bro. Me? I want to hear how he
3: tolerates
14: him. How do you? How do you tolerate each other? What's the deal? Okay. Um, well, I think we.
3: Uh, I think we just
6: like give each other room to speak. Yeah, know, like it's I, a, I, I a, a common respect for one another. I think first off, I wouldn't exactly um, describe our sort of way of communication as tolerating each other. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> I uh, I quite like um, being in this room with Mocha.
17: I like being in the vehicle with you. We
1: have to lie to your
17: <laughs>
6: What are you wanting <laughs> to to your eat, your eat your <laughs> jabronis.
3: You jabronis. <laughs> yo, Sean, it's Sean and uh, and Deepu, right? Yeah. All right, yo. Thank you guys for texting. Thank Jesus. you for listening to the Raza Moga Show. I don't even need to ask the question of who's your favorite is because we've already established that in this conversation. <laughs> and uh, and thank you for joining us today. All right, buddy, thank have, you. A All day, have a good day. Have a good day. Get it's... along. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
7: I saw the weirdest thing while walking my dog yesterday, a culinary what I think might have been a mistake as far as what it was named.
8: Okay, hold and on here. I've been dying <laughs> to tell both wait, 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 of stop, you guys
6: that. stop, stop. Just, okay, just, stop for once. Stop for one second. Mm-hmm. First of all, thank you. Uh, that is a hell of a way to start the show. More. Uh, <laughs> what was? Okay, say the, all those words again. Okay, so I
7: saw a culinary thing that I thought was. The, I don't remember what I said. Okay, what um, what do you think you're saying right now? <laughs> no, honest honestly, honestly, because kind of I, I want to help
6: you out with this. I want to help you out with this. Okay, okay what I saw
7: you, what yeah. I think might have been a culinary name disaster. A culinary name disaster. Yo, okay. Yo, this food truck named something, and I'm like, I stopped and I'm like, you can't name it that. Okay. Where's the dog? You mentioned a dog. Oh, yeah, in my hand. Like the leash was in my hand.
6: A hot dog? Oh, oh no, oh, candy. Whoa. Oh. I, oh, thought, yes. okay, Maury, I thought okay, Maury. You said dog. no. You said dog and culinary disaster, and yes. I was like, hold on now.
3: Okay? I, I thought you would like pass, like some hot dog like
6: street vendor.
3: No, no, no. I was walking uh, no, the dog. No, no, no. I thought
6: I thought he passed somewhere that he felt served dog. <laughs> oh,
3: no, 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 no. <laughs> Maury. I swear, bro. You and words like just okay. do not mix. Well, somehow I got this far.
6: <laughs> okay. Okay. So okay. which is which is how far? This, this far? Not far. Exactly. Not far. <laughs>
8: okay. <laughs> so,
7: I'm here. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so, so what happened then? Okay, so I was walking Andy, and... Oh, we have a generation. Okay, and there's this truck that sells beaver tails. Okay. okay. Okay, which I know, Mocha, you love beaver tails. Love. But yeah. they have created, I guess it's poutine with beaver tails in it, which... Okay, let's first describe this. So you what got is your... a beaver tail. Explain a beaver tail, It's pastry that's flattened to look like a beaver's tail, and it's covered mm. in like cinnamon and sugar and like. What kind of pastry?
3: You could get various, uh, just like um, just regular dough, like uh, like hot, um, not hot dog, like uh, donut. Yeah.
7: Oh, right? gotcha. Okay, it's cool. like that. Yeah. Right? Very, very, and then sweet.
3: They, you can put various toppings on it. Some of them have like Nutella with banana. Some of them have like, um... Ugh. okay, <laughs> never mind. I will not continue because you'll Jesus. give that answer for everything. Go ahead, Damon Mori.
7: Okay, so, so they've created a poutine. So you order your poutine, which of course yeah. is your fries gravy and cheese curds, but then they rip up. The beaver tail and put it into the poutine. So you have like sweet, like cinnamon and cheese and gravy. Oh, that's disgusting. But they call it. I would never do it. They call it poo tail. (laughs) Ew. <laughs> and That's I saw so the gross. sign And I'm like You can't call that poo tail My dog had that last week
8: <laughs> oh, <laughs> when, he, oh, when his tail oh. sl-
9: Slid in Had <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
7: to clean him up with baby <laughs> wipes no. Afterwards no. Yeah okay. Okay. So not so. only is the dish Sound gross. The name is like yeah. awful.
6: That may be one of the worst names for anything that anybody has ever called something poo tail. Poo for And then eat poo tail.
8: That's
3: disgusting. Was it P O
6: U? Like P O U T? Yeah, it's
3: still the way you say it.
6: It's still poo. Yeah. Yeah. You don't say poo tail.
0: That's even more disgusting. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
3: Podcast.
6: I had COVID last week. Sucks. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. What? Huh? What? <laughs> <I> do <don't> not <know. laughs> like a spoiler alert. It happened already. <laughs> I know. Yeah. How'd you feel? Um, I'll tell you, the the weird thing about COVID was that I just hadn't been sick in forever because I haven't had a cold in years. Yeah. I haven't had the flu. I haven't had anything like that. And so I forgot what sort of what it was like to be sick. Mm-hmm. And and it hit me like real hard, but it hit me hard in the sense that I just felt different, right? Yeah. And I didn't really know what, like, but I didn't know what to do because I'm like, normally, you're just go about your life when you have a cold. Um, what was different though like what did you feel inside no i just because i just i wasn't used to f- ever like i wasn't used to having a sore throat and a runny nose and being all stuffed up and oh, my body sure. hurting and stuff like this uh-huh. didn't
7: they say i guess the the flu or the cold people weren't getting it because people weren't socializing
6: uh, yeah so it disappeared yeah and and so i i was like okay once you get over the worry of like it's covid then i'm like okay yeah sure it's covid but i'm like but i just have a cold and i'm like but what would i normally do if i had a cold like no. i would just do stuff i just wasn't allowed to do stuff so i had to occupy my own time like i i drove immediately as soon as i got tested i went uh i drove up to the cottage mm-hmm. and then i was just there alone and then Catherine brought me up one of the cats um when uh-huh. i was like when i was like three four days really and, yeah so she dropped off one of the cats for me because she, like, she can't come in no yeah she he was in a carrier so he she just uh-huh. like dropped it dropped it which off one? Kind of which thing. one which one yeah, Fig is the, the middle the, one. He's the yeah. He's the, the second, second one we, we brought in is from that your favorite one No, no, he's not my favorite. He's right up there though, and he oh. knows it too. Oh. Yeah, he's right up oh, it's there. Special treatment. Yeah, so, uh, hey, so, so so like, are
7: you invincible now? Because once you get COVID, like nothing can stop
6: you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the. I don't know what the deal is. But it was. Uh, it like it. What it. it It sucked in the sense that I felt sick, right? Like, nobody likes feeling sick, but, like, I never once felt like it was anything more than that, like anything more than a cold, Question. Yeah. Could
3: you still eat and taste the same, like, delicious foods that you would typically make on the daily? My
6: appetite was not affected at all. At all. Neither okay. was my taste think Okay. God. Neither was Good. Neither was my taste. Yeah. So I. But could you
3: muster up the strength to like make stuff?
6: Yeah, but you, I would do everything in like streaks. Right. Like I would go outside and do a little bit of yard work just to get some vitamin D and like get in the sunshine, and then I'd come back in, I'd pass out on the couch for an hour, yeah. and then I'd wake up and I'd go back out and do a little bit more, and then I'd come in and make some dinner, and as soon as I had dinner, I'd pass out, Ooh. and well, then I'd wake up an Uber hour eats later. Don't have by
7: your cottage, do you?
6: You <laughs> no. can't order anything. No, no, I don't. I'm no, in the middle of nowhere. You wouldn't want to. But anyway. I wouldn't want to. I don't want some guy coming to the house. Yeah Right. leave it outside by the cat carrier. Yeah, no true that. Uh no, no, so it was so COVID was a, it was an experience like a, the, the 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 thing that sort of sucked the most was just isolation, yeah. right? Like, that was really, that was the hardest part was just being alone. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like being alone. I hate being alone. You love being alone. No, no, no. I No, no. I no like he being, likes being no, alone, no. like, with his family. Um, or you're, you're, you're missing, if, if you don't know the difference now, then maybe you don't know me. Maybe we don't have the relationship that we think you do. Mm. I don't like being alone. I like being left alone. Mm-hmm. There's a huge difference.
7: The outcome's the same.
6: No, 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 no. I don't like being alone. I like being left alone.
7: Oh, so there could be a room of people but just don't bother me. Just leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> so, okay?
3: Like right now, damn, we leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Yo, shout out to Matteo Roach once again. Yeah. Uh 23 win streak. That's incredible, man.
6: Where does that rank? More? I know the that you're a huge fifth place. Fifth place of all, and and money and, he, and money. How How did she do?
7: Oh, money like seventh, but yeah. she's also the longest running successful Canadian on the show. Jeez, damn. And big fan of this show.
6: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. She's so smart. She's so young, so smart. I hate her. I know. But I love her. You know what I mean?
3: <laughs> I she know. could be listening. <laughs> I know.
6: Listen. It was something
3: like the equivalent of like $720,000.
6: How you amass right. that kind of like she, this is, and, and this is when, when, when Rox was, was young, right? Yeah. It wasn't so much about like my, our focus and, and parents focus should be this too. And I'm not saying that this is how Matea was raised, but there's a difference between somebody teaching you something and then somebody teaching you how to learn and how to learn is such an important tool to give to kids when they're young and I need to know how she was raised because she amassed such an incredible amount of knowledge at such a young age to even just to be able to compete on a show like that and this isn't just a hobby like she has something that we don't you know what I mean
3: yeah yeah big time she has
6: an extra gear for retaining information and so then also one, something in her brain. Yeah. And then also gameplay, because the, the buzzer technique is so important on Jeopardy. Like mm-hmm. it's reflexes. Like it's all of this stuff to be able to do what she did on Jeopardy. Yeah,
3: and probably like in a way to um, to kind of see ahead, like to assume what the next know, question man. may be or the line of questioning. But I guess there's no way to do that. Right. No. You just got to be smart.
6: Yeah, that's it. You just got to know.
3: Um. So, again, U.S., it was like five hundred and sixty thousand bucks. Woof. Right? Good for her. Canadian, $720,000. Yep. So she gets the money. And Mateo Roach um, talked to Damon Mooring. <laughs> uh, and of course, I mean, this is a great question, I think. This is a great question from Damon Mori.
7: Okay, I know that you won all that money, but when you go as far as you did, do you get any other Jeopardy parting gifts like a Jeopardy hoodie or a Jeopardy pen?
1: Uh, So actually everybody gets to leave with uh, at least one Jeopardy pen. I think I somehow ended up with like three because I had to go back for multiple tape days. I somehow got away with more of them. Um, But yeah, all contestants that go on the show, at least while I was there, everybody got like a Jeopardy branded uh, tote bag and then also like a baseball cap that has the Jeopardy logo on the front, and then it says get a clue on the back. Um, I've yet to be brave hey, enough to wear that so, out in public because so I feel like it's the most conspicuous <laughs> thing I could possibly wear. But yeah, everybody gets a little something to take home.
7: I'll tell you something. A Jeopardy hat to me would be almost cooler than $200,000.
1: <laughs> the hat is pretty cool. Like, I, really I think broken. that's one of the... I was very excited to get that at the end of my run.
3: Hold on a second. If they presented you with all that money versus a hat, you'd still Stop. pick the hat every time? The hat's cool. No one else Stop. has the hat. Stop. <sighs> Uh, David Morey talking to Mateo Roach, uh, Jeopardy champ.
7: Okay, so a question I'm sure many people watching have always wanted to ask. What do you do during one of the games if you have to go pee?
1: You you pee before. <laughs> you you, like you would never you would never make that mistake i'm telling you i swear like the bathrooms at the jeopardy set are like some of the best used bathrooms in the city of los angeles because i think that so many people when they're nervous they just end up having to use the washroom a lot and people are drinking their little you know miniature sized water bottles so yeah i don't think i ever once had to use the washroom during a game because i literally always like one of the last things i would do before playing was like okay i gotta go to the washroom again wait are they really
7: the nicest bathrooms you've ever seen that's fascinating to me
1: they were they were reasonably nice i wouldn't say that they were like the fanciest you know it's not like when you go to a really Ooh. nice hotel and the bathrooms are super deluxe i think they're the most used and they are consequently kept like they were in good condition they were <laughs> absolutely in good so, condition that does
6: not sound appealing the most used bathroom in los angeles <laughs> <laughs> right like, <laughs> like. <laughs> like. Like, congrats, like, all the nerds, you c- like, the smartest nerds in the world. these uh, bathrooms. Would you ever go near anything? And you could sh- substitute the word bathroom for anything. Yeah. Would you ever go near the most used blank in no, Los Angeles? Never. never nothing. Never. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. I don't care what it is. Not touching it. I
3: don't think. It doesn't even have to be L.A. It no. could be anywhere in the world.
6: Especially L.A., though. <laughs> Especially L.A.
3: So there was a story. I can't remember if you're the one that brought this up, Roz, or if this was an article that was going around, because we know Mateo Roach, uh, Jeopardy champ, also a tutor, right?
6: Yeah. Yeah
3: that she was going to after oh, start
6: making more money tutoring. after her
3: her big win after yes, she, she left Jeopardy if she was going to start charging more yeah for tutoring so Tim and Moore brought that up with her
7: you've said that you're going to continue being a tutor which is awesome now that you're a Jeopardy champion are you planning on charging more for lessons
1: no I work for a company with a set rate so I oh. don't think I'm allowed to charge more um no I I feel like I'm pretty happy with the amount of money that I make as a tutor to be totally honest and then it's it's something that I you know would more kind of continue doing on the If I go back to school or find a full time job, um, it's just always yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go jacking up prices. It's already too expensive for people to get LSAT tutoring as it is. The last thing I need to do is make it just, like, less affordable for people.
3: Oh Matea Roach, keeping real.
6: <laughs> so, yeah, it real. Yeah, I'm not happy with the money you're making tutoring, okay? <laughs> you could, you may be happy, but I'm not.
3: She could probably use that money to start up her own company yeah, yeah, no, and then I charge know. what she wants. Uh, but that is uh, Dan Moore Mori talking to uh, Jeopardy! champ Matea Roach. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
18: podcast.
3: I walked into a spider web this morning. Same! Really? Sorry, I shouldn't have been so excited. <laughs> I did. Yeah. It is the worst. Ugh. And now, ever since that happened, like oh. all day. Yeah. I've just had this feeling just like it's on the, the heebie jeebies. It's on you. Right? I just feel disgusting. Yeah. I feel like there's a spider or spiders yeah. that are on me. Like yeah. every little thing now. Yeah, I just like and I you feel it. she
6: can still feel the yeah. the web on your neck.
3: It was it was on my neck. It was right. on my neck on my my left arm. Yeah, yeah. it feels so gross.
6: I know. Oh, I hate that <laughs> feeling. Where was it? Where did it stretch across from?
3: <sighs> the door.
6: The door. The,
3: yeah, I opened the door and yeah. I walked through. That's like an
6: April Fool's Day prank that a five year old pulls. Totally. Right. Totally. <laughs> and I
3: felt it like. From the right side of my ear yeah, right yeah go down across
6: under your beard too huh? yeah
3: across my neck to the left yeah. and then like across my left arm and then down to my wrist uh, because i guess was like, he
6: on there do you know like is it still on you
3: that i have no idea
6: you don't know if the spider's still on you Well, no, i would know because I, would but, you though yeah I don't you think feel he would. It. No. Anyway, I just think feeling... those spiders sit in that web for days, just waiting for something oh, to land. I
3: just feel itchy right? like all the time. Yeah.
6: Now. Yeah. Like the entire
3: time. Do you the, think oh, that, the, do you think so that there's?
6: Do you think that there's a? Um, there was a moment when that spider was sitting there at the end of the web and saw you about to get caught in it. That he was like, <laughs> "Oh man, score!" Yeah, and then realized that not, you were just too big. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm
8: gonna be so bloated <laughs> after this Guys. Then, yeah. Guys, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Tonight we feast. I
6: told you this is where we should have done it (laughs) yeah no where'd you get
3: your spider web uh
6: from the hedge to the truck so oh, it was, it went from so like the, the hedge on the side of the house yeah. to the uh, rear view on the the driver's side. And I walked right through it and it like got me like right across the, <laughs> like the the mouth and up oh, into, up into my, ew, up the up in the yeah. Oh, yeah, so gross. Yeah,
8: yeah, yeah.
6: yeah. Is she like in your beard? Yeah, then that, yeah, I don't, I, and I don't know what to do at that point. So I, I'm like, I'm just picking, but see, I have like long hair. You don't have long hair, right? Yeah. So every now and then, like I'll find like just one of my own hair stuck in my beard yeah right and then i'll go to pull that out so that's what it feels like right now like i'm just sort of like running my fingers through my beard looking for the the remainder of the uh of the spider web oh Uh, but yeah no it's so gross and then i never know if it's on me or not right like i just never know and then you're driving and i'm like is there a spider on me right now like as i get on the highway i'm like where is he like like is he making a move or is he chilling for a split second yeah before i left yeah
3: to get in the car yeah I was standing in the garage and I contemplated, contemplated stripping down, stripping down in the garage. Yeah. And, like, giving my whole body just like a wipe down with my hands just to make sure.
6: See, you can't do that because there is no way. Like, if Jenna then heard a sound in the garage, came downstairs, opened the garage door, and saw you there, there is no way that you telling her that you're cleaning a spider off you is going to suffice as a reason. She will never look at you the same. If she wakes up at 3 o'clock in the morning and finds you nude in the garage rubbing yourself... Right? <laughs> She's she will think that this is something you do every single day, like some weirdo ritual. Okay, that you do every day before you go to work.
3: Oh, that's so <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. I just feel itchy all day. Bro. I know.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
18: Podcast.
0: Roz and Mocha's hell of a story.
3: Mike, what's going on? It's uh, it's Razamoka. Welcome to Razamoka's hell of a story. Excited to talk to you today. I mean, I don't know what your story is, so don't disappoint. Yeah,
6: yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike, where and when does your hell of a story take place? Uh, it takes place at uh, my work. Uh, this was like a week ago now. Oh wow! Oh, this is oh okay. So, what do you do for a living? Where are you? Set the stage for us. Uh, I work for the railway. Yeah, I okay.
14: work out of uh, out of Toronto. Um, We inspect freight cars, and uh, we were inspecting our track and doing our usual inspection of trains when they come in.
6: When you say freight cars, you mean like those big, giant cube things that get behind the engine, right? Box cars. Okay, cool.
14: Yeah. So we're uh, going along, me and uh, the guy I work with, we're inspecting, um, but we're coming up to a car but we're hearing banging coming from our car but it's it's nothing out of the ordinary because there's a lot of uh, other guys working tracks around doing repairs throwing hammers things like that right but uh, so we keep inspecting we get closer and the banging's getting louder and we're, we're thinking to each other that oh you know there's nobody working the track next to us and it just sounded like it was relatively close What did the
6: banging sound like?
14: Like hammers, hammers, like hitting the side of, uh, like, the side of something, you know? Metal on metal. Yeah. We keep inspecting. And then as we're getting closer, we're hearing, like, a, a voice, like, as if somebody is actually working next to us. And I was like, well, no one's, no one worked the track next to us. So that's weird. So we keep going. And then we get up to this boxcar and there's banging coming from it. But we're only ones here. And then all of a sudden we hear a voice no. and it's someone yelling for help. It's a, a guy's voice inside the box car. And inside he's yelling, the box car? And he's yelling for help.
6: How yeah. hard is it to get inside a box car?
14: You it get closed from the outside. Once you're, if you were to get stuck in it, there's, there's no way out of it. Okay. So, so what you, are you
6: thinking at this point?
14: We're both kind of just standing there, like looking at each other. Like, are we seriously hearing this right now? So then we're like, hello. And there's like, there's someone inside he's like can help me like I'm stuck in here there was also like kind of smoke coming from the inside of it too that was coming out from behind the door okay so then we call our uh, supervisors and so they rush out there in the meantime um we go and we open the door and sure enough there's a guy inside and there's smoke that comes out like crazy as soon as the door opens because it's sealed for the most part and uh yeah and he's like freaking out and you ask him where he is and you know wait a second, how long wait a second.
6: so you guys you guys found a boxcar hobo <laughs>
14: I, I don't know if he was a hobo but
6: <laughs>
3: what what was the mike what was the smoke that was coming out of there was there a fire inside
14: so we asked him afterwards and it turned out that he actually he set his t-shirt on fire as a it's uh, like a smoke signal to try and get someone's attention
3: Oh my God. But, but the if there's is, no way out of there, uh, and if something like even worse were to happen, if that's fire spread, that guy's stuck in there.
14: Yeah. Like, and that car is sealed. And if we didn't Carbon happen dioxide. to hear him in time, he would have passed from smoke inhalation and no one ever would have so, known he was there. So, where's the guy from? So, it after we got him out and we were talking to him and we we're like, you know, where'd you come from? It turns out that he's from Indiana. So then when we looked up the information on the train, it turns out that the train left there four days ago. This guy was inside there for four days.
3: So there was a guy stuck in this train, in this boxcar for four days from Indiana heading to Toronto.
14: Four days, no food, no water, no Where to go bathroom?
3: (laughs) Did he say to you guys? Like, did you find out how he eventually made it into that train?
14: He he said that he got drunk one night and he looked for a place to crash and he hopped in the boxcar and he took a nap.
6: Oh no! Okay, well, (laughs) there's I've never I've been very drunk in my life. I've never walked by a train gone. Oh God! You know what? I could use a nap right now. (laughs) Was there like was he missing? Like, did people? Realize that this guy was gone. I would imagine
14: somebody had to have been looking for him. Like, you don't, you can't just go missing for four days and nobody noticed, right?
6: So, so what do you, so at this point, what happens to the guy? Do you even know?
14: So, they took him to the main building and they met up with the police there and they told him, you know, where he's from and then all that. And uh, they, when they came back, they were like, Yeah, so he's from Indiana and yada yada yada, and they're gonna end up taking him to the border. Uh, after they get him cleaned up and that, and then he at gonna least he gets get to see the falls
6: before he goes. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> Wait. So then, does he have to then pay like his own way to get back to Indiana once they drop uh, him off at the border? It's like here you go, uh, here you go. Know. United States is your problem now.
14: Yeah, I don't know if they just if he's got to pay or if they just drop him off at the border and they're like, here you go. You know, oh man! Walk home,
3: <laughs> uh, Mike. Typically, in those box cars, right? Like, if this guy traveled from Indiana all the way to Toronto, uh, what is usually transported in those trains?
14: Things from car parts to paper to to food to everything.
3: Okay, so was, what was he in that? What was in his? Yeah, was he in that box cart by himself? Like, there was nothing else in there. It was completely empty. Or what was in there?
14: Uh, I think it was just like rolls of paper. Wow. Oh, At least you could draw. <laughs>
11: <laughs> you know what? I mean? Like you write right a
3: journal. <laughs> I think today is day number 2. Damn Mike, that Jeez. is one hell of a story. Thank you very much for sharing with us. No problem, guys. All right, you take care, brother. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Go Leafs, go! Game oh six, God. baby! Back on the phones with us right now, Leafs super fan Don Patsku, Uh, Frank Fury out of Tampa Bay, big time Lightning fan. Welcome back, fellas! Great Let's
6: talking, go,
16: Lightning!
6: Oh, here we go, uh, Frank Fury. Frank, uh, we will start with you down in oh, Tampa. Yeah, this is a
16: game six, man. This is a seven game series. <laughs> okay. This game six, we win two in a row. We win tonight in Tampa. We go back to your joint, and we eliminate you in the first round like you're used to.
6: Uh, Don, how are you feeling going into tonight?
16: I
15: feel fantastic. That game, game five, leaves a different team completely from years gone by. My son was at that game, the atmosphere, everything. This team is going on. Tampa's going down, and then they can watch the Rays the rest of the summer.
3: Oh damn, (laughs) Frank! How do you feel after after Game Five? Because like early on in the game, it was it was all about the Lightning, and then you know Leafs fired back, came back, and ended up taking the game.
16: It was a classic hockey game, uh, especially for the playoffs. It's a great comeback, but I, I you know hats off to the Toronto Maple Leafs down two nothing real quick after the goalie giving up. I don't know, five, six goals the games before, being pulled, coming back. Jack Campbell did his thing. He stood up, and then, you know, you had your hero, an American in Toronto.
8: (laughs) 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 Shut up, man.
6: (laughs) (laughs) So who's your hero then? Who's your hero? Your
8: boys from what? Ontario. Yeah, Cancel.
6: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So Don, uh, your prediction going into, uh, into tonight.
15: Well, there comes a time. Tampa's played a lot of hockey the last few years. And uh, I think the, the Leafs are going to prevail. And I think it's going to be, it's going to be a tight game. No question. I mean, this, this Tampa team has got a lot of pride, but uh, the Leafs are going to take it to, you know, And
16: uh, we're going to move on to the second round.
6: Uh, Frank, your prediction for tonight.
16: I'm going to be there tonight. I'm going to be the loudest guy in the building. Um, I see the lightning winning and we go to a game
3: seven, man. Rods, what do you think? Like we've been talking to to Don and Frank throughout this entire series, right? Yeah. And it's literally been back and forth, up and down the entire game, right? Yeah. What do you think is going to happen tonight?
6: Yeah. 4-1 Leafs.
3: Really? Yeah. I yeah. think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm calling Leafs 6-3. Yeah. Really? Yeah, huh? I think the Leafs are going to show up to destroy tonight. Yeah, I
6: don't know. There, there's a point. And, Frank, you have to acknowledge this, too. Listen, don't get me wrong. Stamkos, Kutra, everybody else, Hedman, they're all they're all great. But there's moments in these games, man, and they're, they're brief moments. But when they happen, it's very noticeable. And that is every now and then you look at the teams on the ice and you catch a glimpse and you're like, wow, Tampa looks old
16: not that they're old. They've played a lot of games in the past two years. We're back-to-back champs. uh, Vasilevsky himself has 30 more games under his belt than everybody else in the playoffs right now. They're going to wake up tonight, and you're going to be shocked. (laughs) <laughs> and then we're going to come into your building, and we're going to eliminate you. And you could all go to sleep trying to adjust to a beloved song. Oh
15: wow, uh,
6: Don, Don, Don! If this does go to, if this does go to a game seven, Frank's like we're going to come in your building and destroy. What do you say to that?
15: Not a chance. No, not a chance, Frank. Get ready to play ball with the Rays. You're going to enjoy your summer down there with the other 500 fans. You guys get there every oh, game. Oh, 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 so you know oh, oh, what? Oh, oh, the truth oh, of the matter is, Toronto oh, oh, is going to prevail. I I I I predict tonight. But let's just say hypothetically they don't. Then
16: Game Seven, Leafs are going to win it in front of another great crowd, the best fans in the whole wide world. I mean, I don't understand the whole. Uh nostalgia of the Toronto Maple Leafs. They want to when there were six teams in the league. We're doing this with 32. That's all I can tell you. We're back-to-back champions. I got a lot more to stand on right now than you guys do. You guys watch your old videos on 8mm. I get to see mine on DVD. We're a 28-year-old team with three Stanley Cups. You guys That's are 162,000 years old, and you haven't
8: 162,000. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> okay.
16: Okay, and, you enjoy. Enjoy,
15: enjoy the baseball season, Frank, and then get ready for Mr. Brady coming back for his 400th season in the NFL. Oh, wow. Listen, oh, wow. I Jeez. love the
16: Tampa Bay. Listen, this is Champa, Champa, Champa Bay. I love it out here.
9: You guys are it's a nice the...
16: place to visit, Frank, but that's as far as it goes.
15: God.
9: Cannot
3: wait. Uh oh. game six tonight, oh. Leafs Lightning, seven thirty. Don Patsco, big time Leaves fan. Frank Fury, Lightning fan. Thank you very much for joining us once again. And Let Frank,
8: sorry. Sorry you gotta be here for this, but God go Leaves go! Go What a
6: disaster. Go love, go. love both of you guys. Thank you. Later, guys.
0: Thanks, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
18: Podcast.
0: Roz and Mocha's fix my life. What advice can you guys give me?
13: Okay, so my question is. My question is. Got a problem you can't fix?
0: Roz and
3: Mocha got you. Hello, Preeti. What's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. Good. How are you guys? Doing great. What's on your mind today? Why are you reaching out?
17: Why am I reaching out? My workplace is a show, man.
6: Damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, let, because we had to bleep you, uh, so you said your workplace is a um, is a crap show, right?
17: Exactly.
6: Okay. You wrote this. Razemoka fixed my life. Uh, they let go of my supervisor that we all got along with and replaced her with someone who is completely useless. We're on her job and three other people's jobs with no raise, and I feel I am part of the Nazi regime. Do I wow. say or do I stay or do I look elsewhere? <laughs> Uh, So it sounds like you don't want to be there anymore.
17: No, every day I used to wake up every morning, trust me. I used to wake up every morning, love going to work because the supervisor was there, the the other supervisor. The manager that we had was awesome. And I'm like, ever since they let them go, it's like everything is going downhill.
3: Is it this new manager then that kind of rejigged the way people work and started putting other people's uh, work on to you? Like, is that how the dynamic ended up happening?
17: Yes, that's exactly what happened. happened. And I'm like, okay, this is not part of my job. There's no pay raise. Like, where's my pay raise?
6: It doesn't work like that, though. Right. Like no. you work for the, you work for the company. Nobody has unless you have a contract that specifically says the things that you are paid to do and not to do um, like some sort of union thing. Like that's when you start getting yeah. into those types of rules where somebody's like, that's not my responsibility because the, the agreement is that is not your responsibility. Uh, but if you don't have that, you work for a company and and they can sort of shuffle you around and people come and they go and. You know, you didn't lose your job and I'm not saying that you should stick around and be thankful and and work in a job that makes you miserable. But I will say that you don't have to love your job. Mm. I think that a lot of people sort of fall into that trap of where do the thing you love. Um, That is very few people in this world. Most people just want to go to work and, you know, get a sense of accomplishment, maybe have a good time. Um, feel pride in what you do, be dependable and, you know, sort of move up in the world, both, you know, at, at the place you work, but also in your own life. Uh, yep. But I don't think you should be, I don't think you should be miserable when you go to work. I don't think that somebody should stick around at a job that actually makes them miserable. I don't think you have to love it. You have to be good at it. You don't have to love it, but I don't think it should make you miserable. And I guess the question is, are you in a position of your life right now where you could bail? Yes.
3: Yeah oh you are you are i'm ready to bail okay so do you have something uh lined up already like
17: i'm looking that's what i'm trying that's my question should i stick stick there or like stick it like suck it up or should i just look elsewhere that's what i'm trying that's the predicament like everyone in my circle saying, just find something else that makes you more happy
6: well you, you don't look for don't look for jobs that make you happy that's like that is you're you're going to wind up in the same position because once yeah. happiness becomes the goal, you're going to go work for a company and guess what? That supervisor is going to lose their job, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you're like you're looking at companies being like, you know what? You need to do provide my happiness, and that is just the wrong way to look at work. Yeah, right? right. Because they because you're never you're never going to find that, and then you're never going to be satisfied. You want to you want you want to feel whole, and you want to feel that you are dependable, and that you have purpose, and that you can do a good job, and that. That you get rewarded, right. and that you're treated fairly. Those are the motivations. Right. Don't look for a company that's going to make you happy. All that mm-hmm. stuff is going to come from outside of work, and all that stuff should come from outside of work. The main source of happiness in your life should not be your bloody job.
17: Yeah, like uh, to be honest with you, I would like uh, come home and bring a dump all my frustration on my husband. Oh and yeah, on top no, that's not that, good. Yeah, would, don't do that. I don't want to do, do that. that. No, I, I would never do that. Like this is not me. That I was so happy going to work. Now that I'm dreaming about work, I don't want to be dreaming about work in my dreams. I'd rather so start dreaming looking. about something start else. Looking. Yeah. I, start think, looking. I don't
3: know if you would agree with this, Roz, but Preeti, I think that you should find another gig, right? Find another job. Have that lined up before you leave this one because you don't want to have too much of a gap in between jobs. Just for financial purposes, right? Just financially, not for happiness or like resume or anything like that. Like you still want to be making money. If you're making money, you have a job right now. Keep making that money until you can find something else to jump to.
17: Absolutely, that's what that's what I'm thinking. Like you know, just stick it out until I find something.
6: But don't make happiness the goal when it comes to work. Okay, please, you're going to be miserable. You you will be miserable your whole life.
17: Exactly. I mean, like I, to be honest with you, I would be happy uh, if they brought the old manager back. Well, that,
6: well, that's that, not that, gonna happen. That ain't happening. It's not happen. Yeah, yeah. There you're you gonna go. be okay.
3: You have your answers, pretty Thank you so much for reaching out. You're welcome. Thank you. You have a good right, day. Bro. Take care. Good luck.
17: Thank you. Bye.
3: Bras and mochas fix my life.
17: On Kiss.
6: So, oh boy. Obi-Wan Kenobi. When does that come out? Is it the 27th? Dude, it's a week today. And it's isn't that the same weekend that Stranger <sighs> Things comes out too?
3: No, Stranger Things does not come out until.
6: What else comes Isn't out it, that weekend? There's something else that weekend. The weekend of the 27th is a big weekend. I thought Like two oh, big it, things drop.
3: Top Gun. Mm. That's in theaters.
6: Yeah. Hold on here. What else?
3: Stranger, I thought Stranger, Stranger things,
7: was, things is the 27th. Oh, yeah, it is. No! Yeah, it's, it's
6: Top Gun, Stranger Things, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh. Bro, come on now. Yo, my streaming is going to be nuts. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but uh, Ewan McGregor is doing a lot of press for it, And talking about those first three films, the prequels, and how yeah. uh, when they came. <laughs> he hated them, <laughs> I back and how when they came out they were they were panned but it's interesting because i've found that over the years i've now started to meet people who were very young when those movies were released and now they're adults and i've met in the last couple of years a lot of people where those three movies are their favorite movies
3: what no way yeah
6: yeah and listen to you mcgregor because he puts it into like such great perspective of how long it took before he realized that those movies actually had fans
19: those films were critically not liked very much or they were they weren't written very nicely about you know by the critics but what did what we didn't hear at the time was people your age that that did your generation we now meet those people now who really love our films you know yeah but it's taken us like it's taken us fifteen years to hear that, you know? <laughs> and it's so nice. It's really nice. It's, it's changed my outlook on my relationship with Star Wars. It's different because of that. I think, because hmm. um, we put our heart and soul into them, and they were difficult to make because they were, you know, they were all the second one, the third one. There was so much green screen and blue screen because George was was pushing into this new realm that he had designed. That he right. he was responsible for ILM, and he wanted to. He wanted to max out that technology, but that meant for us that we were very much on blue screens and green screens, and it was it was hard work, and to do that and be passionate about it, and then for the films not to be very well received was was really tough. So <laughs> guess, it's really yeah. lovely to have this new relationship with them now, and I'm glad that uh, and then and watching them again. I hadn't seen them since they came out. You know, what <laughs> in preparation for this show to watch them again was yeah. really cool. I like them. You know, I like them. Our episode three is really good. It's a really good movie. Like
3: the only one out of all three that I would say I sort of enjoyed is Sith, the third one.
6: But if you were 10 then, those were your Star Wars movies.
3: I know. I know. They were your Star Wars
6: because I, my kid still hasn't seen the first three.
3: Really? No, she hasn't.
6: No, she hasn't. But I will say this because I was like, no, you're going to start Star Wars the right way. We're Uh going to do like, and I showed her A New Hope because right? i was so excited for her to finally see star wars right and i showed my kid when she was probably about 6 mm-hmm. i showed her a new hope the first star wars movie the one that i saw when i was a kid the one that made me a lifelong star wars fan yeah I've never seen a kid more bored with a movie than I did when she watched New Hope, and then I watched it with her, and I almost watched it with new eyes again mm-hmm. when I watched the New Hope because New Hope is a boring movie.
8: Yeah, there's, there's
6: no, no action there's in no a no New lightsaber Hope. Fighting. There's nothing. Right? It's until, so it's so boring until close to the right? end. It's yeah. so it's such a boring movie, and I know that if I went back and showed her if she was six, seven, eight, nine, those prequels they would have been her favorite movie.
3: See, my only problem with the prequels is that they sp- it, it was just the, like it's like the biggest spoiler yes. and gives you sympathy, I guess, yes. for Darth Vader, who is supposed to be film's greatest villain of right. all time. I don't
6: want to see him as a little kid,
3: right? Yes, you I don't agree. want to see him as a, a cute little kid who's right. trying to figure out life and then who becomes- people call Annie. Yeah. Right.
6: Like, no, nobody, yeah. nobody wants to see that. But anyway, so it's it's taken this long for you uh, and McGregor to finally start meeting fans <laughs> of the prequels.
8: <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, I gotta play you this clip where Harriet Winslow
6: talks about that one time Urkel wanted to kick her ass.
3: <laughs> Sorry. What?
6: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Hold on, hold on. So, Say that mi- whole thing yeah. again. Yeah, exactly. So so Joe Marie Payton, who yes. played um, Harriet Winslow on Family Matters. Okay? Yeah. She was telling a story about this one time and Urkel, Jaleel White, was young when he was doing that show for like a, and then I know he grew up a little bit and then it became awkward that he was kind of like a man still wearing the Urkel. But how suit, yeah, like in like his real teens. Weird. Right? Yeah, he was a Yeah, kid it was like kid, in man. his teens. So I guess stuff went down on set and he was you know because he'll be the first to tell you that he went through some real pains when he was urkel because playing that character he was a he, like, he th- like he thought he was a baller like jaleel white thought he was a baller but every day he had to go and do the did
20: i do that yeah. right and it started to drive <laughs> nuts again is that so i guess
6: i guess he was flexing or whatever it was but he wanted to kick uh harriet winslow's uh ass and so this is uh, right. uh joe marie payton telling that story listen
10: he needs to get over whatever it is that's biting him, he didn't have the etiquette that maybe I and some others had, but there was one time he actually wanted to physically fight me. And we were doing an episode called Gangster Doll. There was something that he wanted to do, I said, we can't do that. Standing in practice is not gonna let that pass. He was so mad, he started kicking and screaming and stuff. I walked off, and then I heard him say something, and I said, "Darius, what did he say? He said, she must want a melee. I said, what's a melee? <laughs> a fight. I turned around. I said, "You want to fight?" out with Darius grabbed me. I was gonna <laughs> go in there and whip his behind. I was gonna whip his behind.
3: Wow, Darius. That's a kid. That's the guy that played uh, Eddie, 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 right? Winslow. Eddie Winslow. Yeah,
6: man.
3: Could you
10: imagine uh, though? Maybe Relay. Urkel. I don't know.
6: There's something about this though. What teenager, Urkel, right? Who says she wants a melee? Like, wow. and to quote somebody on saying she you wants know, a melee.
3: Yeah, maybe he was just like saying it like in an ironic
6: way nobody says nobody says melee no teenager says melee it's a weird word to use if you're quoting somebody. Right, that's what I said. Like, and yeah. she even, she was like, what did he say? And he's like, oh, she wants a melee. You know? <laughs> you want that's a melee like, with
8: me? Yeah. Like, something <laughs> right? like that on yes. set. <laughs> Now,
6: and, and obviously, and the best part of this whole thing is that obviously this happened on set, and they were filming, and so he was <gasps> Urkel. Like, he wasn't Julia White at oh, the time, he was right? still in full Urkel like, gear. Like,
8: still in full <laughs> <Urkel> gear.
6: <laughs> now, you
3: think he said it in Urkel voice or Jaleel voice? <laughs> I
6: don't know. Like, here you want a melee with me she wants she wants a melee yeah yeah yeah. or yeah i don't even remember how urkel i never watched that show and i know i get killed all the time for this no i was high and nasally love it oh that's what it was yeah
9: no. The, did like, did he I say, do, do you want that? Some... Oh, I
6: know this. did I do that, but yeah. did he say, do you want some cheese? No, no yeah. He was a fan of cheese. Yeah, yeah he, he'd always yeah. go
9: out, gotta cheese. And he'd be like the lovely Laura Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> that was Laura's daughter. Laura's <Perry's> daughter. That's <laughs> wow. my I, show, bro. impact, that? You Yo. remember, remember Yo. when he
3: made that machine that turned him into Stefan? <laughs> Stefan or something. And like super And then Laura fell in love with him? Yeah. And it, then as soon as she turned back to her goals, she was done. Melee. I'm, the
6: guy, I'm the guy at the party right now laughing at a joke I don't get just to put it in. The Roz
3: and Mocha Show podcast.
0: podcast.
6: So explain to me why people are going in on Kendall Jenner for not knowing how to cut a cucumber.
3: Oh, because Kendall Jenner, Jenner apparently doesn't know how to cut a cucumber.
6: So what happened now? So what is this? Oh, this she, is obviously, it's from the show,
3: right? It's from the show. And okay. They're in the kitchen. It's her and her mom, Chris, right? Yeah. And and Kendall Jenner is standing there, and she has a knife in her left hand. Sure. And she goes to cut the cucumber, and she's holding the cucumber like you normally would with her right hand okay. across the whole cucumber. Right. And she's having trouble at first. No, sorry. In her right hand is the knife. Okay. And her left okay. hand is the cucumber. Okay. But she's holding it so like this, uh, crosses her arm underneath her left hand she crosses her right arm underneath okay. her left hand wait a second help me out here
6: okay don't yeah. don't do left to right with me okay so she is she has a cucumber and a knife yes and she crisscrosses her arms correct okay
3: and she's having trouble and then she asks whether or not cucumbers have seeds
6: so wait she's she crisscrosses to cut yeah okay interesting listen okay. to this
1: okay
11: do you want the chef to make you a snack yes. i'm making it myself oh
1: just gotta chop up some cucumber
11: it's pretty easy tight. you go girl be careful because i cut i nicked myself the other day
1: i don't know i'm kind of scared there you go don't cucumbers have seeds oh yeah they're, they're definitely I'm not a good cutter so don't zoom in on me i'm <laughs> not professional whatsoever
13: hey chef do you want to cut this up for her? I'll do it, mom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
3: she crisscrosses her arms in order to cut the cucumber. Did she?
6: What, was she like cutting it like like big chunks, little chunks, or what was she, she doing? She looked like she
3: was her technique because yeah. it's a very short clip. It uh-huh. looked like she was trying to do them like paper thin.
6: Oh, as opposed to
3: big slices right. god is there ever a
6: time do you think that you would get to the point in your life where somebody goes do you just want the chef to do that for you and you go no i got it <laughs> you know what i mean like how long do you have to have a personal chef in your house before you get to the point of where you're like no but i got if you it
3: already have like a personal chef wouldn't that personal chef already just like do the stuff for you anyway Well,
6: that's what i mean right, right? yes like you have to be so bored of having a personal chef that you and decide so to bored. cut your own cucumber, and so
3: bored. Well, not just that, but so bored with your rich, extravagant life.
6: Yeah, like just ugh. No, it's too. It's too difficult to get the chef in here and do all this stuff. Yeah. I'll just do. It, I'll just do it myself. Like I don't know. Like I and maybe maybe you would get bored having a chef. Maybe you would. I don't know. I don't know at what point you would sort of want to start to do things yourself if you had a chef at home.
3: Like when you're holding the cucumber, right? Like, for me, I'm left-handed, so I cut everything with my left.
6: Which, which is weird. Stop talking lefts and rights. It's too confusing for people. So Nobody understands lefties. I...
3: Shut up. So, <laughs> for me, I would hold the cucumber, like, in the middle close to the end and then start slicing left to right.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
3: As opposed to, Chris cross honestly, cross honestly, you got to stop saying right left and right. Left.
6: Nobody knows what you're talking about. Everybody. Nobody understands a lefty. Yo, when you, th- it's it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Know. No, but when you start talking about cutting a cucumber and you're doing yeah. left hand, right hand, yeah, it's irrelevant to the discussion. It's completely irrelevant to the discussion. It makes no difference you know other than confusing your story.
3: No, because you're confused, because you're right-handed. No, I'm, so not, I'm not confused
6: at all. Yeah, it no, it's not. Up. It's because you're left-handed. You don't understand how the world works, so you have to do this thing constantly where you talk it through because nothing makes sense to your left-handed brain.
3: No, nothing makes sense to your delusional, If you just said, all brain. you have
6: to do is say a knife in one hand, cucumber in the other hand. Everybody gets it, but you're like, so the, the it's a left and then a, and a right no sorry it's a right and then a left and then you cross it and so the right is the left nobody needs to know that stuff it's you it's your left-handed way of explaining things okay it's your it's your no I, like i, I said know, guys like i, I, I said big uh, all like I I said, is hate like right i now. said nobody so underst- i'll just hear a hater for all nobody, the left-handed people in the nobody world. understands a lefty
3: <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha
3: Show podcast. podcast. Senior year is the new movie on Netflix out today uh, starring Rebel Wilson. Oh, yeah? Rebel Wilson um, plays a woman who, when she was 18, she's in high school, 2002, and she's a cheerleader. Most popular student in school, right? Okay. Dating like the hottest guy, knows <laughs> everyone. You no. Know. Typical, right? It's my life. Um, go, does a, Ends up doing a routine, falls on her head gets knocked out, put into a coma, and she wakes up 20 years later as a 38-year-old.
8: <laughs>
3: okay. As Re-
7: Rebel Wilson, right?
3: <laughs> Have
7: you seen this yet, Maury? Oh, it's so fantastic. Is it? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm a big Rebel Wilson fan to begin so with. I.
3: She's so, very she's funny. really good. So in the movie, she wants to go back to high school to finish her senior year. Yeah, She never got to. She never yeah. graduated. And Chris Parnell is in the movie. He plays her father, Chris Parnell, formerly of SNL. Yeah. Um, two people, uh, Sam Richardson and Zoe Chow, who were in the Tiffany Haddish after party TV show on Apple, oh, yeah. right? Gotta the black guy and then the, the girl that he was interested oh, in. Oh, I love that show. Oh, yeah. so good. So yeah, they're yeah, in the yeah. movie okay. as well. Uh, it's very, very funny. So how long is she in the coma for?
7: 20 years. 20 years. years. <laughs> when she wakes up after 20 years and wants to continue on with like, yeah. she still thinks it's like two. so she right. dresses
6: that way. Oh, that's amazing. Um, that's amazing.
3: So David Morey uh, had a chance to chat with the the great rebel Wilson <laughs> hi
7: Mari. how's it going oh I'm so good and I have to tell you this movie was so amazing my husband and I watched it and died laughing it's so good
21: ah <laughs> uh, thank you it's like a combo of like some of my favorite movies from back in the day like bring it on um or never been kissed with Drew Barrymore and it's just like you know I love high school genre films. So I was like, okay, we're gonna do this and um, and put lots of cheerleading in it because I, lo- I love cheerleading as well. <laughs> and in
3: the, in the in the trailer, you see she gets dressed into her cheerleading outfit and like joins a squad again right. and tries to adapt to I guess the new way of living twenty twenty two kind of values. But she's like views. a grown woman, right? But she's a grown she almost still back to school. <laughs> yeah, oh, she's God. grown almost <laughs> forty year old, and uh part of going through that experience of senior year is that she gets to go to her prom, Okay. right? Which she missed out on yeah. back in 2002. Now, it
7: was, of course, also hugely about the prom. And mm-hmm. I got to ask you, what was your prom like? I've heard it was a bit of a disaster, but tell me mm-hmm. about your prom.
21: It was a bit of a disaster. My senior prom, uh, my date got so smashed that he ran off into the ocean, just into the ocean, not thinking he had his wallet in his pants. And so I had to rescue. I'm like, can't give me the wallet, give me the wallet. Because, like, how are we going to get home? Like, we had to get a taxi back. And I was like, if we have no money or whatever, we're never, I'm going to be stranded on this beach. We we had it at the Ritz-Carlton in Sydney. And I think a famous musician from In Excess, Michael, had just died there. So I also, the other thing I remember is we, we tried to get up to the room. I don't know why, I guess. To see it Uh, so i remember that and then i remember like yeah um my date like having to get get his soggy wallet out of his pants and it was like (laughs) a bit of a nightmare (sighs) haven't haven't seen that guy again
3: oh well
7: Uh, (laughs) still in the ocean (laughs)
9: oh wow do you guys even remember your proms I didn't I go, go, to go to prom. No, didn't I didn't. To prom. we didn't have prom.
3: You didn't have prom? No.
9: Shem? I got nominated. I got, sorry, not nominated. I won Mr. Congeniality at my prom.
6: No, you did Yeah. yeah. Thank there you. Is. Mr. Congeniality. Which was essentially the
9: default for not winning, like, prom king.
6: How have we not called you Mr. Congeniality? Because it makes so much
9: sense. Yeah. Yeah. What? I didn't even I didn't even know what congeniality meant at the time, right? Yeah. Um, so what would you? What else were you up for? Or, or does it work that way? I don't uh, know. Yeah, I was also for prom king, but that you went were. to like that went to like like the school couple, you know, like the the it couple. Oh, the and king, singing, the king yeah. and yeah. queen. Yeah, I went to. That. Are they still together? Uh, no. They and, are not. Were, were
6: you booed up or no at the time?
9: No, nah, no. Nah, I went by myself. I went solo. Oh, you did. So that's yeah. why you didn't win,
6: huh? That's all right, though. That's kind of a trash thing. Like I was you, valedictorian. Like, you were, huh? You know? What's that based on? Popularity or grades? Both, actually. Both. Both. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But you both. still didn't get prom king.
9: And you didn't have a girlfriend. Hey, listen, let's think of the positives
6: guys. He's a a Miss Congeniality. (laughs) Oh, Mr. (laughs) Mr.
8: Sorry.
3: (laughs) Uh, Rebel Wilson is in a new movie called um, Senior Year on Netflix. And there's one scene where she is in her, as the almost 40 year old, she comes home from the hospital. Her bedroom is decorated the exact same way as it was. Her parents left it the same way it was when she was 18 years old, right?
6: And she ends
3: up, I don't know, I guess maybe her parents got her like a new updated Rolling Stone magazine so she can figure out what's going on in the world of music. And Lady Gaga is on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine. Okay. And in the movie, she says this.
21: Madonna's now called Lady
8: Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so David more brought on. that up with her.
7: In the movie, there is an epic Madonna and Lady Gaga diss. Are you worried that Lady Gaga might see this movie and what she might think of the diss? <laughs>
21: <laughs> well, I mean, I think they're both like legends, Madonna and, and Lady Gaga. And I did like see her at the BAFTAs briefly in London. And I'm like, oh God, she's going to see that joke when it comes out. And and that's when it gets scary because you're like, oh, God, now they're going to, they, they could, I could run into them. Whereas back in the day when you're a comedian, you're like, oh, you'll never run into people like Jennifer Lopez or whatever. You can just make jokes. Um, but, uh but uh-huh. then i hope i hope she takes it in that you know a lot of people did say she was similar and uh and, and so i hope she i hope she takes it in a in a fun way <laughs> i love her though i think i think she's awesome
3: that is rebel wilson love she's her. in a new movie called senior year on netflix now
0: the Ros and mocha show podcast podcast
6: Roz and Mocha's Hell of a Story. Jessica, welcome to Roz and Mocha's Hell of a Story.
5: Thank you for having me.
6: Okay, so when and where does your Hell of a Story take place?
5: Okay, so it was about five years ago, and my husband and Ben and I moved from our condo to our now house. Mm Mm-hmm. We had, uh, what we still have, a boxer named Lily, who was about one at the time. So, like, super rambunctious dog, still really destructive. We are worried that she's going to totally destroy our new house. So we think, okay, we should get a camera. Mm -hmm. So, as everyone does when they buy a new camera, they start playing tricks on one another. So every once in a while when I left the house, I would jump on it. And if I saw my husband, like peacefully watching tv i'd yell into it and try and scare him so one morning i'm getting ready for work and ben had already left at this point point. and all of a sudden i hear my husband call me but there's something weird about his voice so i'm like okay that's strange so i call out and i don't hear anything mm-hmm. yeah so i'm thinking okay you know what he's totally trying to get me back so i text him and i'm like haha very funny he writes back he's like what are you talking about? So I text again and I'm like, You're trying to scare me through the camera. Very funny. And he's like, I'm driving to work. Like I'm not checking the camera. I am not talking to you through the camera. So at this point I start kind of freaking out. And I'm like, I clearly heard him say my name. Mm-hmm. And I guys, I'm not like it's not like I heard my name. It was my husband's voice. He's Welsh, so it was in his accent, the exact way he says my name. Anyways, we went away for a few days to New York. And then when we got back, we had totally forgotten about it. One night, we're getting ready for bed. All of a sudden, we hear, Jess, we both just stop what we're doing. I hit him and I asked him if he heard what I just heard. And all of a sudden, he just lets out a nervous laugh. So I'm like, you heard that, right? He's like, yeah, I did, but I thought I heard wrong. And I was like, no, that is exactly what I heard a week ago.
6: So at this point, have you guys unplugged and thrown out the security camera?
5: Totally. Like, so after I heard it the first time, I thought it was very strange. I even told my mom and she said, unplug that camera right away. So we did.
3: So that night that you and your husband heard your name coming through the indoor security camera, at that point, the camera was unplugged and turned off.
5: Yeah, and we actually had put it away in a cupboard because we thought it was creepy. So it was it
3: your name you heard your name being called through the camera? Was it coming from the cupboard where the camera was, or was it still coming from the spot where the camera had always stayed in wherever no. in your living room?
5: <laughs> so that's the weird thing. So no matter where we were in the house, it always sounded like the voice was coming from somewhere else, but not where the, the camera was. So when we were in our bedroom, it sounded like it was coming from the hallway. When we were in the living room when we heard it, it sounded like it was coming from the basement. It happened over the next few weeks. So we thought we have to do something. So we thought to talk to Ben's parents because they're religious. They kind of believe in this stuff. <laughs> okay,
8: here
6: yeah. we go. Okay.
5: No, wait a minute. No, oh, swear, sorry. Give go. me
6: one second. I just, re- I'm a, hold on, hold on. I need one second. What? I okay. really, I rolled my eyes so far back in my head. No. I, just, I just hurt myself. <laughs>
5: Okay, I swear to goodness. When you hear the end of the story, you're going to die. Okay. So, am I though? (laughs) (laughs) We say, okay, we need to Skype you. We need to talk about something. Mm-hmm. So we're halfway telling them this story and their faces, like their eyes just start bulging. And they say, okay, we need to tell you guys something. So apparently when they were younger, they went through a similar experience. They um, both shot up in bed one night and they both said to one another, like, I feel something strange, like some sort of evil presence.
6: Catherine's done the so- same thing in bed with me not a couple nights, you know what I'm
5: saying? <laughs> hey. <Hey-o. laughs>
6: okay, go ahead.
5: So, anyways, they said to us, you know, it might not be a bad idea to go and see your priest. Because I had mentioned I thought about going to see our priest. But I thought it was a bit crazy. Uh-huh. I was like, priest is going to think I'm nuts.
8: Did
6: you pay him for this?
5: So, you don't technically pay your priest, but you do give them, like, a gift how or much,
6: an How much? How much? How much? What was your donation so to like, the church?
5: So, we gave him $100, and <laughs> then we bought him some gifts. Okay. But this is, like, after. Mm, sure. So, we basically... He, sat there and he started getting oh so he actually said to me he's like I'll give you some prayers and some holy water to take home with you in the meantime mm-hmm. so I said okay so he's getting all of this ready for us we're sitting in his office and he's cutting out these prayers he's photocopied and he starts asking more questions to kind of I guess rule rule possibilities out but I reminded him that at this point we had already like turned the camera off put it away he stops what he's doing Doesn't even look up at me And says Okay Jessica What time is Ben Going to be home tonight? Because I think It's probably important That I come over immediately
6: Based on the fact That you walked into his office And said I think I heard Somebody say my name?
5: Well no I explained the whole Like we think It's a spirit situation okay,
6: okay. Yeah yeah you know yeah. All the right things You said all the right things <laughs>
5: I swear to goodness, why would I make this up? I don't know.
6: Okay, go ahead. So so the priest is like, okay, stat, I need to get over there tonight because y'all are being haunted, right?
5: So he comes over that night. He walks us through the house. He takes us through every room, like as if in a movie, right? So he's sprinkling holy water in every room. He takes Ben and I's hands, and he says a prayer in each room on every floor of the house. So I kid you not, guys, I know you don't believe me, (laughs) but from that day on, the voice stopped immediately. We never heard it again.
6: Hey, does the priest count the money while he's there in front of you or does he wait till he gets in the car? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> he doesn't
5: know there's money. It's just a he doesn't car, know so there's money.
6: Did you at least get did you at least get to keep the holy water?
5: Okay, so we did. So we actually kept it. Plastic he, he or glass bottle. Us. Uh plastic bottle. Oh, for
6: God's sakes. <laughs> Listen, I'm, i believe you hundred <laughs> percent.
5: Okay. No, you don't.
6: No, I do. I do. This one I believe. I believe you hundred percent.
3: Sure. How's your eyes after that big eye roll?
6: <laughs> I, mean, I have such a <laughs> headache right now. <laughs> Jessica, you have no idea. My head is pounding right now. Yo, could could you for a hundred bucks, could your priest do something about that? <laughs> oh, I up. think my I think I think my head is haunted. <laughs> Jessica, oh,
3: thank you so much for joining us on Raz and Mocha's hell of a story.
5: <laughs> no problem. Thank for having me. We love, love you, girl. You. Take care.
3: Bye bye.
6: Love you too. Bye. Bye bye.
0: The Raz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
6: Well, here we are. There we are. Uh hey Mocha. Yes. Are you ready? Of course, brother. Let's
18: do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break.
6: Uh, last night at Variety's twenty twenty two uh power of women ceremony, Kim Cattrall had a red carpet reunion. You're gonna love this damn morning. Yeah. So Kim Cattrall was on the red carpet with Darren Starr, who created Sex in the City. That's right. Patricia Patricia Field, oh,
8: who, was the, the who was the
6: head yeah. stylist for Sex in the City, and Candace Bushnell, who originally <gasps> wrote, wrote Sex and in the, the City.
3: City.
7: So it so was the wait, wait. four so
6: of them.
3: Kim Cattrall has no beef with any of
6: them. Not with those people. No. Oh, okay. No, and not only that, but if you remember when they were doing and just like that, Patricia Field, they asked her to be a part of it because the outfits in Sex in the City were so iconic mm-hmm. and she said no. She took Kim Cattrall's side oh. in in the in and the, the fight, my friends. And exactly they wow. showed up together last night at this thing and then they asked Darren Starr if he would ever work with Kim Cattrall again and he said that he would actually love to have Kim Cattrall on Emily in Paris and that <gasps> if she was up for it he would write her into the show and that's the rumor that she's supposed to be
7: in Emily in Paris because don't forget like she moved to London in that show which is where
6: Samantha lives well no she wouldn't be Samantha yeah. in Emily in Paris I'm just Completely saying what different the show. rumors were also also there's a difference between London and Paris mm. <laughs> like a big difference. She's going to be in Emily in Paris because she moved to London and that's where she lives. No, in
7: Emily in Paris, she... Okay.
6: Uh Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Anyway, inside the uh, 2022 uh, Power of Women ceremony, Kim Cattrall hit the stage and said this.
10: As a uh, now-proclaimed woman of power, I want to share with you... Something that has been a tremendous help to me over the years in navigating my personal life and managing a career in all manners of situations. It's simple, but uh, at the same time, it's very complicated. It's a word, and the word is no. Oh, damn. No, that's not for me. No, I've been there. I've done that. No, I won't be bullied. No, that salary is unacceptable. No, we are not having a meeting in your hotel room. And uh, one of my favorites in particular, no, I don't want to be in a situation for a moment that is not enjoyable.
8: <laughs> yes, oh. yes, that was, yes, actually, that was actually really
6: good, really good. bro. Uh, <laughs> also on stage last night, Queen Latifah was there, she did a great speech, Drew Barrymore was there. Uh, but I want to touch on Camila Cabello, who took the stage and talked about the last two years and how therapy really helped her through everything.
11: In my late teens and early 20s, actually. The tea is during Cinderella, too. That's also why I was shaking in my boots. I struggled with anxiety that at points felt crippling. My mental health was at an all-time low. I don't know how I would have made it through if it weren't for my mom. She helped find me the therapist and the treatment that changed my life. Through all of that, it was difficult for me to socialize and just be a human, uh, let alone be a Cinderella in a movie. Uh, I didn't have space for anything else because my own struggle to just be okay was... Consuming it all I needed all the tools I could get and because of the resources available to me I was able to not just survive, but now thrive throughout my treatment I discovered I suddenly had space for creativity again for intimate friendships for new hobbies for activism and Those things made me feel more connected grounded and more myself than ever. I realized I can't pour from an empty cup I can't be present for my career or my family or my community if I don't find the space to heal myself It was a difficult lesson to learn because as women, we're often expected to be everything for everyone all the time.
7: Wow, bravo. I've never heard that saying before, but it was amazing. You cannot pour from an empty cup
6: yeah no she's uh she did really great too and her speech is super cute like she because everybody else like you can tell that age is such a thing on that stage where yeah yeah you know the other women that came out but Camila Cabello's like hi mom that's my therapist like pointing into the crowd Aww. like she's very much she's very much Camila Cabello on that stage and love uh, it love she it she was she was dynamite the Roz and Mocha Show podcast podcast uh, Mike uh, Berbiglia is, uh, is filling in for Jimmy Kimmel, who is out with COVID. And last night, Kevin Hart was on that show talking about what went down when Dave Chappelle was attacked on stage. And uh, here's Kevin Hart's feelings about it.
12: The Chappelle thing was so scary, this.
6: Yeah. Week, right? Not scary, but
2: all right. No? <laughs> somebody, somebody ran on stage and got their ass
8: whooped. Like, <laughs> <it's> not scary. <laughs> I know.
2: It's one one of those things that need to happen, though, right? Like, by the way... No! (laughs) Yes! No! What do you mean, no? What do you mean, yes? Okay, Mike, do you want people to continue to think that they can cross that line? and break the barrier of entertainer and... Oh, no, and, no, we're okay. on the same side so, of this. Yeah, that's my point. There is a momentary yes. confusion. Well, I don't know how you can get confused there, Mike. Somebody getting their ass whipped sends a message out to other people that was like, you know, I was thinking about doing that, but <laughs> oh, I'm okay. saying that. I don't really okay, want Okay, we're that. saying the same yeah.
8: thing. <laughs> 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 Kevin
6: Hart's been straight facts, though. Straight facts. And uh, and here Kevin uh, continues on the, the sort of greater meaning of uh, of all of
2: this. Look, I think that the the world... That we're in right now, there's a lot of lines that have gotten blurred. Uh, and sometimes you gotta take a couple steps backwards to take some steps forward. And I think that moment that we just witnessed with Dave is like fogging up a bigger moment. Like Dave just made history at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. Dave sold over 70,000 Unbelievable, fans. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, Dave went back after that and finished doing the show yeah. and didn't let that thing be a big thing. Yeah. He quickly moved on from it and got back to doing comedy, and that's what a professional does. Yeah. Ultimately, you know, these moments of improfessionalism should not break uh, professionals. They, they shouldn't shape or mold the world that we're now being seen or viewed in. So I think it's time to get back to a place of respect for your live yeah, entertainer yeah. and understand what you're talking yeah.
6: Man, I agree with all of that. And uh, 23-year-old Isaiah Lee, he is the guy that did jump on stage. Um, City attorney Mike Fuhrer laid out the charges, all misdemeanor charges, which is interesting. No felony charges, uh, which means that he'll probably be out in no time with maybe a fine and still a broken arm.
15: What should have been (laughs) an evening of laughter at the Hollywood Bowl this past Tuesday night was suddenly interrupted when suspect Isaiah Lee allegedly charged onto the stage and tackled comedian Dave Chappelle. The suspect allegedly was carrying a weapon. <laughs> what? This alleged attack has got to have consequences and this afternoon, my office has filed charges alleging battery, possession of a weapon with the intent to assault, and charges relating to interfering with a performance. My office takes protecting public safety extremely seriously and we are going to vigorously
6: prosecute this case
3: i like how he kept saying
6: allegedly
3: so, like well, yeah, you got videos out there go.
6: of the attack so the reason the reason it's not a felony is yeah he had that switchblade gun which was a fake gun uh with a switchblade blade that came out of the end of it yeah right? this is a weird looking thing but the the reason it's not a felony is because when he tackled dave chappelle on stage that was in his bag not out he wasn't oh, holding okay. it Allegedly. So he had the weapon with him, allegedly. Uh, allegedly, <laughs> um, but he uh, he didn't uh, he did try to he didn't try to use it at all. The
0: Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: Podcast. Um, hey, do you know who uh, 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 Patty LePawn is, Mocha? No. Patty LePond, um, massive Broadway legend, okay? I, I don't know anybody on okay, Broadway. Okay, no, no, hold on. She's been in Evita, Sunset Boulevard, Les Mis, all of those things. Sweeney Todd, anything goes. But also okay. TV credits. She's in Pose. She was in Mom. She's been a voice on The Simpsons. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Penny Dreadful. Uh, American Horror Story, uh, Coven, 30 Rock. She okay. was on Fraser. She was on Glee. Now that I Googled, yes. I know who she is. Okay. Okay, big star. Thank you. Big star. Yeah. So she's on Broadway right now uh, doing a performance of a show called Company. And I guess at the end of the show, there's a Q&A that happens. And during the Q&A, she spots somebody in the audience who's not wearing their mask properly. Oh, and l- no. Listen to this. What's
10: your mask over your nose. That's why you're in the theater. That is the rule. If you don't want to follow the rule, get your You pay your salary. Chris Wartman <laughs> pays
21: my salary.
10: Who do you think you are? Can I we have a trick? Just put your mask Person. over your nose.
6: Damn. Wow. Jeez. Patty Lapong and Patty Long in there. You guys are both applauding this, huh? This madness? Oh, the godmother of Broadway has
7: spoken.
8: Oh, wow. <laughs> well, here's the
7: thing with yeah. Patty. She's known to do this. Like she once was doing a production and saw somebody filming and went off on them. Really? So, yeah. Just She's like Axel
6: thing. Rose back in the day. Uh, <laughs> and Maury applauding. Thing. Maury's never once worn a COVID mask properly. No. <laughs> never. But I will in front of Patty. Uh, yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show
18: podcast. Podcast.
6: Toronto City. City Council is set to vote. What have I been saying for years about drinking in parks, people? Oh, this like, has been my thing for the 13 years we've been doing this show.
3: Just allow it, right?
6: Yeah. So, City Council is set to vote on a proposal by uh, a Councilor uh, Josh Matlow. Mm-hmm. What a saint! Uh, which would allow drinking in parks starting May 21st and lasting until the end of October. So it's just so no winter oh, drinking in parks. What?
3: Well, okay. how are you going to stay warm outside?
6: I don't know. When you're
3: kicking it at a park.
6: Uh, the motion would also only allow for drinks with so a 15% alcohol or less. <laughs> so,
7: oh, 15% is a lot.
6: So no tequila. No. No. Okay. I, how am I, I going to do shots at High Park? Yeah, you Not allowed. Not allowed. Just like beer, a wine. You know, that kind of thing. How can they
3: regulate the menu? I,
6: I don't know. I, it's your menu. You bring it. It's from home. No less than how much? 15%. Hmm.
3: So I could still bring like a 12 and chug that.
6: Yeah, you could because individually, individually, those individual drinks are still less than 15% alcohol. Mm-hmm. They just, you just can't bring like a bottle of Jack Daniels and yeah. sit on a bench and, you know, you and your buddy just, you know, sipping on Jack all day. It's not going to be allowed, and mm. don't even think about doing that after Halloween either. <laughs> <laughs> no Christmas, drinking. right? Like we can't just we can't just say we can't just do things, right? We and I say this, you know, when any no matter who's in charge of this this province, but you know, especially during Kathleen, when you really felt like that the, the politicians they weren't working for you they wanted to mother you they wanted to parent you like you really got that sense that we know better right Mm. and even with something like this nobody has backyards anymore nobody can afford to buy a house people don't have balconies people need to socialize and they want to have a drink in the park right who cares no big deal but and then we always get the but it's ridiculous yeah. Not that I want to like do shots or anything like that because I don't do shots. But there's already laws against being drunken in a public place and being disorderly and being all that stuff. For all sure. those laws already exist. I know. So, yeah.
3: So, no bottle service at High Park? No,
6: no. <laughs> there's no <laughs> VIP. I can't get like a bottle of Belvi. No. Hey, I reserved that tree. <laughs>
3: <That's, laughs> Me plus five. I'm on the list. That,
6: that's, that's my tree. <laughs> Remember when they made people sit in stupid circles at the whole beginning <laughs> the of this? To, to, the remnants are still you there. Had to, are you they had really? To, yeah. You had to reserve a stupid circle? Yeah. God, we're idiots. Yeah. I saw a video today it's from the beginning right of COVID there. where there was like a group of 20 uh, something women. In a parking lot, and their cars were all sort of form like formed in a circle, where the f- front of the cars were all facing each other, and the cars were all like twenty feet apart, and they were all standing on top of their cars, dancing together. Right? You know what I mean? When oh, we all, okay. when people did that at the beginning of COVID, sure, yeah. When yeah, you all yeah, met in yeah. a parking lot and you parked your cars like twenty-five feet away from each listen, other, listen, trying to and be then, safe, socially distance. Stop it! It all looks so foolish now. Uh, but anyway, so hopefully this goes through. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
18: Podcast.
6: Uh, Leafs win last night, go up 3 2 on the series of Tampa Bay Lightning. Austin Matthews scores. John Tavares scores. Morgan Riley scores. Um, Jason Spezza was the real star of the game. He went behind the net after it was, they were down 2 0 and said something to Jack Campbell. And then he said something apparently in the dressing room to the guys after the first period and really got him going. Uh, but this uh, montage from Joe Bowen, <laughs> like almost i'm going to say like he was close to the end of life when he was calling this game he was so excited so here's joe bowen the great joe bowen calling all the all the goals and then uh, and then at the end you'll you'll hear uh, his confusion when uh, tampa bay goalie Vasilevsky suddenly reappeared in the net after going to the bench
20: Giordano to Nylander, a shot, scores! Tavares looking to try and find a man open, twists and turns, centers in front, they score! Oh, no, oh, oh. Morgan Riley ties
16: the game! Nylander
15: closing, shooting,
16: scores!
22: Holy back up! The Leafs, the pick of the lead.
20: Marner closes, shot, scores! A shot at the empty net. where did vasilevsky come from why is he back on the ice long shooting on campbell is glove that's it the game is
6: over i don't know if i've ever heard anybody who goes harder calling a game than that guy
7: do you think he goes home and he's just like the calmest guy ever like you know hey joe how know. was the game hey, it was good honey thanks like yeah, he's just like know. completely different. I-
6: no I don't I don't know I think that uh, I think it takes a lot Eddie yeah, I think he probably sleeps the way all the way home I would have to have somebody drive me home if I did all that I do not work that hard just so you know <laughs> and I will never work that hard okay don't expect anything like that from me the Roz and Mocha show podcast. podcast go leaves go huh go leaves go bro
3: dog tonight tonight
6: was it the first time if they went tonight? First si- first okay. series that they've won in like 18 years or Since something? like they 2004,
3: like that? 2006.
6: Yeah. Oh my God. Crazy. So stressful. I don't know how I'm going to do it. You know I went to bed early before the other game finished the other night? Oh, really? I did. When- yeah. Before they came back. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because you thought like... Because no... So first of all, the way like... What a game the other but, night, But by the no, way. But, like, nobody has overtaken a lead in the series. I know. So the team that leads is the team that wins. It's just been that way. Mm-hmm. And I was just so stressed out, right? And I just couldn't deal. So I was like, "Ah, well, then I'm just going to bed. And then you wake up. And then, and then I wake up win. the next morning, and then they won. Yeah, it was great. Uh, so yeah, it's a big one gonna tonight. Be, tonight's going to be
3: crazy. Cannot wait.
7: Maybe, Maybe that's the score. good luck thing. Maybe we need Roz to go to bed early. Maybe that's, like, the good luck charm.
6: Uh, no, you know what this team needs, honestly? And fans have known it for a long time. Well, and... Their former coach Mike Babcock, you know, didn't know it, and then Sheldon Keith, this new guy, he doesn't seem to know it. This team needs Jason Spezza, hmm. and he's the guy that 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 talked to Jack Campbell, the goalie, after that first period. He's the guy that stood up and said some words in the room that everybody said was what got them to come out on fire in that second period. Mm-hmm. Like he's the guy. He may not put it like he's not a points guy, like but you, you put Jason Spezza on a team because he's that guy. Think we'll ever he's learn so important. What he said? Uh, Yeah, they've, I mean, word for word, no, but they've all, they've all sort of, you know, talked about, you know, basically what he, uh, what he said, but keep in mind, like if you've seen interviews with, you know, pro hockey players, right. I can't imagine, I just imagine (laughs) that there's, it's that, but only with more F-bombs. Right. (laughs) Right. Like, I can't imagine, like, he's not going in there doing a, any given Sunday Al Pacino speech. Right right he's listen guys we're gonna get out there it's a game of inches (laughs) you gotta fight for that inch you gotta know the man to your right we'll fight and die for that inch he's not doing that you know he's He's like he's not
3: quoting no uh, yo the other night when they were i I loved it right because i'm a big fan of scarface but when they did that uh the intro using the scarface music and everything right yes and i was so hyped but then i was like looking at the roster and, like, all these guys on the team, none of them were born in and around the time the Scarface was out, knows. Right? They know. <laughs> they
6: know. They're like, cool intro. Can we play now? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, like, if if one of them, if, if, like, these guys weren't on the Leafs, right, but they just, like, they... They were like a friend of yours or whatever, and you you would have nothing in common
8: with yeah. them. Yeah. You would have nothing. nothing.
6: You were like I you would look at your wife, Jenna, and go, I have nothing to say to a 24-year-old.
8: Yeah.
6: Right? Like I have <laughs> yeah.
8: Yeah.
6: But anyway, so go Leafs Go. Y'all are studs. We love you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
18: podcast.
6: That came six last night. Oh, oh my god.
18: Come on!
6: Okay, so come on. Leafs Go Down and OT. They came back. Oh. One terrible giveaway, one terrible penalty, a couple other terrible moments, and four uh, three overtime. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. But that's okay. We
3: got Game Seven tomorrow night at home,
6: bro. I saw something this mo- I saw something Shoot. this morning. Okay, where it was like this stat of all the times the Leafs since 2013 have been in a position to clinch and failed. Oh, come on, and don't talk. To and it's it's ten times now. It was three against. It was three in the last series against Montreal, and then Columbus, and then I think two Boston, and then back in 2013, it was Boston again. All
3: right, yo, he's up, Wikipedia. Right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Come on, New Year, New Me. Come on, let's is that have hope that is? Okay, anyway, uh, Game Seven. Here's Austin Matthews. By the way,
23: obviously uh, the five-on-three uh, that we give up. Um, you know, it's tough giving up. Uh, you know, power plays to. Uh, a team like this but obviously a five on three uh you know they're pretty lethal and they obviously capitalize so it could have gone either way um you know we had our chances i thought um you know we did a lot of good things but obviously we couldn't get the job done but um you know we're yeah. going back on home ice with uh, with another opportunity to, yes. to close out a series do or die so yes. um you know, i think the guys are excited about that and uh, i think we should be what's in the past is in the past man i mean we can't change no anything facts. now it's it's mm-hmm. about this next game and uh going out there and, With the purpose and details, and and just competing for for 60 minutes or whatever it takes, and. You know, we just gotta put our balls on the line and, and go for it. Yes. Right, there you go. Balls on
6: the ice. Right. No, he didn't say put our balls on nope. the ice. He said put our <laughs> balls on the line.
23: Oh,
6: he said we gotta put our balls on ice. Yeah, you know, we
23: just gotta put our balls on the line and, and go for it. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, sticks on the ice. Yes, That's what it yes, is. Yes. Yes.
6: Yeah. I thought it was more that as soon as he heard balls, just everything else after that was just a, <laughs> it was just an absolute blow. You know, we just gotta put our balls on the
3: line
23: and, and go for it. You go gotta ball. go
6: for it, man. Yeah.
23: Go for it. Balls on the ice, guys. No, go. No, it's let's go.
6: not balls on the ice. Jesus
23: Christ. You know, we just gotta put our balls on the line. And, and go for it. Thank you. The Raws and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
6: Uh, Toronto will not be joining other uh, world class cities
8: Boo!
18: Uh,
6: in allowing its citizens to have uh, uh, an alcoholic beverage in a Boo. public park. The Boo. motion was shot down yesterday by a vote of 17 to 2. Oh, come on. <laughs> Uh, 17. Here is uh, Toronto City Councillor Josh Matlow who actually tabled this motion. There are people in our city who have backyards,
12: who can have family members and friends over for a drink and have a barbecue. But there are so
6: many Torontonians who don't. And they don't want to be treated like scofflaws every time they get together with a friend at the
12: park and have a beer on a hot summer day or have a glass of wine with a picnic or whatever. Yeah. Agreed.
6: Uh, here is your Toronto mayor, John Tory.
22: I've seen people carrying <laughs> stacks, not just one case of 2-4 into a park, stacks of 2 uh-huh. and kegs of beer uh-huh. and cases of wine into yeah. the parks. Uh-huh. I do not and cannot and will not support the notion that it's ever going to be okay to carry kegs of beer and cases of beer and cases of wine uh, into
3: the parks. It sounds like Mayor John Tory has not been invited to a lot of parties.
6: Okay, this is when politicians start thinking that their parents... Okay, mm-hmm. they're not parents. You. This is why people everywhere that allows people to drink in parks are always the cities that if people go to on vacation, they're like, oh my god, those people know how to live. And I'm not saying that drinking in parks is like the the sort of key to life and everything else. No. But there is a freedom there. Like when you go to Paris, when you go to London, if you go to Sydney, even like Calgary and and, and BC, they're doing all this stuff right there. Oh, you go to
3: friggin' you. Vegas on the street. Vegas. You walk around everywhere with a, a yeah. drinking hand, and,
6: and and they and they and they love it. Now, as far as John Tory with the cases of cases of two fours two fours of two fours uh, but there's already laws that prohibit like alcohol related public nuisance mm-hmm. like those are those laws already exist so you only have to enforce those laws right like it's not like those laws will no longer exist we already have laws but i just will say the thing that drives me the most crazy right is that you think that you live in a world-class city like you think living in toronto is like this world-class city okay we're not allowed to. They just voted it down 17-2 to 2 to drink in parks. That
3: is astonishing. You want to me. know
6: two places where you are, are allowed to drink in parks? Mm. Cuba and China. Okay? Mm. There should be no freedom laws that they have in Cuba and China that we don't have here. Right. Okay? Straight facts. You can buy beer in a vending machine in China. Right? <gasps> They're amazing. cool with it. Do you know how many things that China is not cool with? Right? Human <laughs> rights for one. Yeah, almost everything right? almost everything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she was spying, human rights. You want to drink in a park? Cool. Yeah. Right. Like, okay? Right? Like enjoy. 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 We shouldn't have we shouldn't be prohibited things. And I don't think here. it's fair for
3: Mayor Tory to say I've seen oh, people with kegs no. and cases on cases on no. cases. That,
6: in that moment, he was not the mayor, he was the parent. Yeah. He was the Toronto dad. Okay, we don't need that. Yeah, we don't need you to be a parent, man. I
3: I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe I have too much faith in people, but I think people would rather enjoy and respect drinking in parks.
6: But who cares if they don't? If they don't, right? that's fine. There's already laws. You arrest them. It's like a five thousand dollar fine. There's already laws. Anyway, uh, so that's not going to happen. Upset about Jeez. that thanks dad sorry <laughs> are you talking to me right now no you're oh, just okay no. okay oh no, the mayor i know the mayor and
3: also and the, the other 16 that oh, voted or the other 17, 17
6: that voted to two. jesus you man. know what they need what's that to feel better yeah A drink yeah. in the park <laughs> yes they do They'll brighten up their mood yes they will
0: the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast
6: uh, Christopher Walken is the latest actor to join the cast of uh, Dune for the sequel. For that, uh, Florence Pugh also joined, signed up for the single uh, the sequel, and uh, also uh, Austin Butler, who's Elvis in that new Elvis movie. Uh, I'm very excited
7: to be working on Dune two. That's a terrible
6: Elvis
3: impression. And- no
7: that's, no,
8: that's Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken.
3: That's okay. your Christopher Walken? Okay, just,
7: yeah. Do it again? No. I'm so excited to be working on <laughs> Dune number two.
6: Okay.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
6: Uh, Howie Mandel's wife made him quarantine twice as long as the recommended uh, CDC timeline. Oh, no. Listen to Howie. AGT won
12: the Kids' Choice Awards. They made me go to the Kids' Choice Awards. Yes. And a lot of people get slimed. I went viral. I, uh... <laughs> you literally, yeah. And I, uh... You know what was weird, though? Um, my wife, who takes lovely care of me, I love her, I've been married for 42 years, said, you know, you gotta quarantine for 10 days. Yeah. So for 10 days, locked in a room, nobody did nothing by myself. And then I got out, and I read, the CDC said five days. My wife... Oh, no. <laughs> It's not funny. You know what I realized? We've been married for 42 years, and I spent most of my life on the road traveling. Up until COVID, I was doing like 200 live dates a year. Yeah. So uh, the thrill was not having me there. So the fact that I was (laughs) there, she imposed a quarantine. Every day I would get up, and I I was going crazy. But she locked me in the room, and I could open the door, and there was a little cookie. I played hide-and-go-seek. Alone, alone. <laughs> That's exciting. That's a- oh. Did you ever find yourself? Not once. Not once. Not- once. Oh, and did. it's because I used the same hiding place
6: twice. <laughs> hey, uh, Christopher Walken, how long did your wife make you quarantine for? Uh, 42 years. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
6: Hey, did you see this story about that Virgin Atlantic flight uh, that was going from London to JFK mm-hmm. and had to turn back because the pilot wasn't qualified to fly? Sorry, what? So, okay, so that was the headline, but it, it, it's it's super weird. So how do you get on the plane? A, it, well, okay, so there's the pilot and then there's like the co-pilot, right? Okay. And just like a driver's license, you have to get certain amount of time, like you have to write tests, you got to like fly planes, and you have to fly with qualified instructors. It's like when you take driver's ed, right? you got to have like that qualified instructor in the car with you. So this plane took off, and this co-pilot hadn't finished like one last step, which is he had to do a flight with somebody who was qualified. So – He's like, okay, cool. Obviously, this guy who's been flying for Virgin like 17 years, who's with me right now, like he's my guy. Yeah. So the plane takes off, and then they realize that the guy who with the 17 years experience flying for Virgin isn't actually qualified to be sitting in that chair to teach the younger guy. So everybody well, in how, the plane could on, but fly. But he's been flying for 17 years. But you need certification in order to be, a, to be that guy. And I don't know. 17 years, seems certifi- pretty certified to me. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. So anyway, so they had to turn the the flight was in the air. They were like 45 minutes into into well, uh, this flight, so what, right? Like
3: we can all of a sudden we can't fly this plane?
6: <laughs>
7: No, no, but you know, it, was, it, was, it, was,
6: it's, it was like a logistical problem where you're like, okay, but we have two pilots. Yes, you have two pilots. Both of them can fly this plane. Both of them can fly this plane. But like they miss one test. Yeah. No, one guy missed one test. But the other guy is good to go. The other guy is good to go. Well, why can't he fly the plane? Because that other guy's sitting there. That's why.
7: But it took them 45 minutes into the flight to realize Bro, that? What, were they yes. chit-chatting uh, during
3: the flight? I, th- that's what I
6: wonder, right? And like, like does you didn't talk about it
3: before? Autopilot don't work? <laughs> is it like GPS? You just set and forget? I hope not. Well, not, not, not necessarily <laughs> like that. Not, not Is that what you want? No, not like that. Is that what but you like, hope happens no, when you get into a plane? You, no, like okay, GPS, right? You said and you just follow the directions, right? My man's that's got that's got 17 years. He should at least be able to follow the directions.
6: Man, I, you know me. Like if I'm on a plane and I'm sitting in first class, right? And yeah. That door opens and one of the flight attendants brings a meal up front to the guy. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, when you land. You eat. I eat now. I eat now. Like hold on. You hold on. Let me make you this. eat when you land. Just
3: give me a minute. I gotta make a left at Texas real quick. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. The
0: Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
6: James Earl Jones. This is. There's an old interview that surfaced at James Earl Jones talking about how much he was paid to do the voice of Darth Vader in that first Star Wars. So, we'll, we'll play the clip, and then I want to. I want to hear from you, Mocha, whether you find this shocking or not.
20: I'm simply special effects. George has recently admitted that he, when he hired David Prowse, he thought that was his Darth Vader. This guy was over six foot, six and a half feet tall, and um, fits in the uniform, the costume, with a slight um, Scottish accent, and not a bass, but more like a tenor, and it's a very effective voice. But George thought he wanted a pardon the expression darker voice oh. <laughs> so he hires a guy born in Mississippi uh, raised in Michigan who stutters and that's the voice and that's me I, I got I lucked out you know from all these so-called handicaps I, I lucked out to get a, a job that paid me seven thousand dollars and I and I thought that was good money and I got to be um, a voice on a, on, a, on a movie it was great fun to be a part of that
3: hold on a second James yeah. Earl Jones only got paid 7 grand to play Darth Vader in that first movie? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. But like You
6: shocked the, at that? Yeah, the, the the greatest villain of all time. But back, but when he but, was hired but, nobody, but, but, okay, did he that. wasn't though. There was no Star Wars. This was a movie that nobody knew what it was going... It was a oh, space western. Right. It was a space western that a director who had only directed, like, one movie before this did but, like, that nobody got, nobody understood, and it was voiceover work.
3: But did, jo- did George Lucas then, like, flip him some extra extra g's afterwards well we don't know what his like, what on. james
6: earl jones contracts were you know throughout the history of star wars. james earl jones has done very well from star wars but yeah that first movie that seems right to me 1977 making seven grand for voiceover work on a movie that's about space cowboys that nobody knew what the hell it was and it was a gamble that's at good that money time. i
3: know i i just think of it as like these times now and like what star war star wars is to the world i mean right? to
7: put it in comparison um i guess five years ago i got a hundred dollars to be in chicago
6: <laughs> five years ago <laughs> you were an extra in a movie about chicago right yes
4: did chicago come yeah, out like that's the, not the same thing
6: yes why not compare that's- it to some of your voice work
7: that you've done Maury? Mm-hmm. oh okay so okay so compared to when i voiced something from moneros and i got
6: 800 dollars. Okay, <laughs> see, that's, that's, right?
3: That's
7: good a
6: money, though. deal, that was, right? That a 30 that's a 30-second commercial. You got paid $800 to read 30 seconds of words, Maury, and you're complaining? No, no, eight hundred am putting
3: it in a comparison.
6: Yo, but Manaris, that's not a comparison. Listen, Moneris, if you're
3: listening, I do voice work as well. I will not complain. Yes.
6: Yeah. And you know what? I can also do a real good damn at Mori, and I'll do it for 400.
8: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. It's the it's
0: oh,
6: Mori nervous, it's nervous <laughs> laugh oh, now. No.
0: <laughs> the Roz and Mocha show podcast. Podcast.
6: Uh, Pete Davidson, so more audio, uh, more clips coming out of this Netflix is a Joke festival, and uh, up to this point, there was a lot of transcripts and sort of what the jokes were, and we heard that Pete Davidson uh, had had riffed on the fact that Kanye told him that he had AIDS for some reason, uh, and that also um, there was this uh, one moment that we we're reading about where Pete Davidson made a Mrs. Doubtfire joke, saying that it would be great if Kanye showed up all dressed up like Mrs. Doubtfire. So, here is the actual audio from Pete Davidson at Netflix is a Joke. Listen to this.
22: I had an AIDS scare this year. (laughs) You're like, Pete, wow, what's going on in your life? Are you uh, sharing needles? Are you doing heroin? Are you having tons of unprotected sex? No, Kanye told me I had AIDS. (laughs) (laughs) And and he's, uh, he's a genius, so I was like, oh... I was like, I better call my doctor. So I went to the doctor, I actually got checked because I was like, maybe he's right, I don't know. <laughs> so my doctor told me, I don't have AIDS, I just look like I have it. So it's a completely different thing. You know what's really funny about that? AIDS is just such an old school thing to be like, you have AIDS. It's like, it's just such a 90s, early 2000s thing to like, John Mulaney called me and he's like, AIDS. You should spread a rumor that he has polio. (laughs) Does anybody else secretly hope that, like, Kanye pulls, like, a Mrs. Doubtfire? (laughs) I come home one day, and they're like, this is the new housekeeper. And he's like, what's up, man?
6: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's the whole thing with that is that you forget that Pete Davidson like does stand up because right now Pete Davidson, like when he's on SNL, he barely does anything. And when he does, he just laughs his way through skits. And then when he's on the the when they do weekend update, he's just sort of doing Pete Davidson stuff. He wasn't even and, on this past weekend's SNL. No, he's got too much other stuff going on. And uh but you forget that he does stand-up and then you're like, oh yeah, Pete Davidson's actually good at stand-up. Like he's pretty funny, yeah, right? He's great. It's it's like when I'm trying to think of who it was. There's like there's a it's it always happens with with actors it's like you forget that certain actors are actually really good just because they're so famous and then every now and then they show up in a movie and you're like oh my god yeah you're really good like Tom Hanks Brad Pitt for me Brad I forget. Pitt yes
9: I forget that Brad Pitt is so famous uh, yes that you forget that he's phenomenal seven movie seven.
6: Yeah, yeah, uh, or even club? when, even yeah, but even when uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood came out, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, Brad Pitt's a really good actor, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
18: Podcast.
6: Um, but uh, uh, oh, Justin Timberlake's advice on this is Justin Timberlake via Jessica Biel. So uh, the advice on how to keep a marriage going, and this is, I guess, what Justin Timberlake had said to Jessica at the very start of their relationship.
13: I'll have to give Justin the credit in this moment for this one thing that he always says to me is, we might be married, but we have to keep dating. And it's so true, you know, you, you just have to keep making time for each other and you have to keep making each other a priority and do the things that you love together. It's not always easy, as we all know, but th- those touch point moments, I think, kind of make all the hard times, you know, palatable.
8: So isn't like, that what
6: Justin was doing like... on the balcony, isn't that what Justin Timberlake was doing on that balcony in New Orleans with that woman oh, a couple years ago?
9: Man. Is Why that what you he was doing go there, bro?
6: Still dating? Oh, continue dating.
7: <laughs> yeah. What were you saying, Maureen? Always act like it's the first time you're seeing each other.
20: That's sweet.
6: Um, yeah, yeah, but I mean, at a certain point, like if you're gonna, if you're going to always act like it's the first time you're seeing each other, like at some point, it, you're gonna be faking that though, right? Well, the whole always act like Like, you're dating is faking it. No, 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 not always act like you're dating. Like, I think that that what they're saying is that you still have to date. Like, you still have to plan exciting things. You can't just become roommates. Like, you have to make sure that you're active in a sort of romantic plan, regardless of how many kids you have and how long you've been together. I mean, I've lasted 16 years based, based on arguments. (laughs) right yeah you guys just fight you guys don't date though you and Matthew don't date at all like you don't you don't do date nights or anything like that I mean we sit in front of the TV no because that this is what they're trying to avoid those are the this is yeah like you're doing the opposite of still dating
0: (laughs) the Roz and Mocha show
18: podcast podcast
6: uh Canadian tennis star Dennis Shapovalov is calling for the sport to take a tougher stance against hecklers in the crowd uh after he was so he got into an argument with the 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 line ref because he was he stepped over the, the the line to show him where the ball had landed but you're not allowed to do that and then the crowd the italian crowd just started going in on him and then he winds up telling this one guy to uh shut the f up listen to this
16: dennis 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 listen because
15: you cross the net you're going to get another code violation Why? that's a pun penalty because you can't cross the oh, net man.
19: No, I know, but you have to stay on this side. I was
8: just showing you the
19: mark. I know. I know what you were doing.
8: I'm
19: doing I know, but unfortunately. I, was a but I can it's call up there. I can call the s I was
8: st- just showing
19: you the mark. No, I know uh, Dennis, I know, I know exactly what you were doing.
8: I'm not doing anything that's closer. I'm helping them you know, show up in the mark.
6: and he did he did apologize uh he did apologize later on uh for that um but uh so he's calling for them to enforce these rules because I guess intense every sport is so different like in golf like they need absolute silence in order to hit a ball that's not moving with a club right yeah that's just the sort of way the sport is and then you get baseball where they can have 100,000 people screaming at you and you have to hit a ball coming at you 100 miles an hour with a, like something that's the same width as that. Right. Like different athletes need different things. And I guess tennis, because tennis is very precious. Yes. Tennis is a very precious game. And uh, so I guess they want people like that. My to, favorite uh, like line in really that was told that guy. I,
7: my favorite line was I didn't do anything unsportsmanlike."
6: like. I know. I know. <laughs> Yeah. Well, because he got called out for crossing the net, right? Because he walked on the other side where he's not allowed to. And the guy's like, you're not allowed to do that. But That's I didn't an unsport- do anything like unsportsmanlike. Penalty, but like. I, I know, bro. It was so good. But he really went in on that guy. Jeez. The Raw's and Mocha Show podcast.
18: Podcast.
6: Uh, Leslie Odom Jr., star of Hamilton, was uh, in town for the David Foster Foundation Gala. Damn it, Maury, talking to Leslie Odom Jr. Because if you remember, the Tony Awards, When are the Tony Awards, Maury?
7: June
6: 13th. June 13th and so they had I guess after the Will Smith slap the Tony Awards had to come out with a press release saying that they are now uh have a no violence policy at the Tony Awards and everybody was like the Tony Awards <laughs> but here's uh damn it more with Leslie Odom Jr.
7: okay Leslie Odom Jr. I gotta ask you this as a Tony Award winner for Hamilton new rule at the Tony Awards a no violence rule do you really think the Tony Awards needs a no violence rule like is Nathan Lane jumping the stage to beat up Patti Lapone?
17: well (laughs) Well, I mean, I think we're in uh, there was some
6: uncharted, uh, uncharted territory for the award circuit. And so, you know, I don't know, I guess it was maybe maybe in response to some people feeling uncomfortable or wanting to feel a little safer. And so, you know.
7: (laughs) Big snubs this year at the Tony's. What are they? Big snubs. Will no. I know any of them? Yeah, no, you would. So, no nominations for Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick for Plaza Suite. No nominations. I had no idea Here's the thing, that when, it, when it comes
6: to snubs. I know, when it comes to snubs at the Tony Awards, right? Like, first of all, you have to be—you have to have knowledge that Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick actually did something on Broadway. Oh, I did. Uh, no nomination for Deborah
7: Messing for Birthday Candles. No what's nomination. What's, that about? what's Birthday Candles? <laughs> <laughs> no nomination for Daniel Craig for Macbeth and Broadway? no nominations at all for the musical Diana
6: Broadway bro, Broadway is such a weird place like if you do you remember like Cats was on Broadway for like 40 years or something like that right and ever, and and it and it made perfect sense like it made perfect sense it was it's like a, it's an absolute jewel of Broadway Cats and then they do a translation of Cats and put it in movie and everybody realizes how dumb Cats is <laughs>
7: Oh, but wait till you hear what's expected to be the big winner. Oh, here we go. The Lehman trilogy, a play about the rise and fall of the financial (laughs) firm, the Lehman Brothers. Oh,
6: Lehman Brothers. Oh, yeah. Who's in that? Anybody famous? No, nobody famous.
7: But like, who's clamoring to see the Lehman trilogy?
6: Wow. Geez. I mean, listen. the The Broadway. The Broadway. The, the, what's that? The Wall Street scandal was uh, was, was big, Maury. Why not put the, that?
8: <laughs> to, <laughs> to music.
6: Sake, bro? It's so You can put a musical. You can make a musical at any time. You really could. That. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. ba uh, So Madonna has uh, jumped into the NFT world. Oh, God. She's selling a 3D music. animated versions of herself completely nude, spread eagle what? on a uh, sterile white lab table while things emerge from her. The video is weird. So, like, trees grow out of her, and then, like, centipedes come out of her, yes. and then butterflies come out of her. And then, yeah. so she's saying that these sort of... It, she's like an avatar, right? Mm. And But they're saying that the avatar was based actually on renderings of Madonna's full 360 form, including everything, and there's, like...
3: Oh, t- on, she had to sit there?
6: Yes, so I guess she... Well, the l- computer did its thing? Yeah, she lied down, and then the computer did its thing, scanned. and then it scanned, and then it scanned everything, and apparently it's very accurate, Mm -hmm. Except for the the butterflies emerging and tree branches and growing. No, thanks.
3: Yeah. Yo, y'all taking this NFT stuff a little too far.
6: And uh, money raised, Madonna says, from her NFTs will go to uh, three charities that are, quote, focused on supporting women and children around the world.
3: Oh, lovely. Just use your own money.
6: Uh, What is that more?
3: That's the tree growing
7: up. Oh
6: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a better shot than that. I saw a much oh. better shot than that today.
3: No thanks. That's I like can't a, even see that. Your phone is so greasy.
6: Yeah. The Screen. I can't <laughs> tell. <laughs> they go
3: on sale today.
7: And how much? I, I how can't much can't are see they? The there's no price. There's no price. Yeah.
6: yeah, yeah. NFTs are a weird world. It's hey, sort of what it's everybody's doing. Why does about. it matter if the table's sterile? Well, because it. Lo- you know what I mean. It looks sterile. Okay, like It's, okay. it's a. She's <laughs> she's in a lab.
0: Yeah.
6: Right? I don't know, man. The Roz
0: and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
6: Well, Alfonso Ribeiro. So Alfonso Ribeiro, of course, Carlton from The Fresh Prince. We love Carlton from The Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was doing an interview uh, with Jimmy Kimmel talking about how tired he is of having people ask him to do the Carlton dance.
12: Oh, no. Don't worry. I'm not going to ask you to do the dance or any of that stuff. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. You must <laughs> want to kill people when they ask you to do that, right? And, you know, I won't say kill, but I, I uh, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't have a love for it like they do. <laughs> You know, I mean, I typically get asked to do the dance pretty much every day of my life if I go outside. For real. Yeah, if I go anywhere, it's like, you know, I just randomly hear people, do the dance! Yeah. And you're like, I'm, I'm not dancing for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm a black guy, I'm just not dancing for you. It's yeah. <laughs> not going to happen.
6: You know what's oh, funny so is that something? we got, we got Carlton to do the dance, though. I was at, like, a celebrity golf tournament uh, huh. years ago, and Carlton was there. And we were all just like out on the course drinking and stuff like this. And he did the dance.
3: Like by himself like he was yeah. like independently
4: or yeah. like you guys
6: were like just do the dance No everybody bro. was like come on but he was into it like he, he, sure. he didn't make us feel like he was pressured at all but he it, did and we just everybody lost their minds right yeah. like it was so great Maureen. If
7: people want if he wants people to stop asking him to do the dance then stop doing campaigns around the dance. Last year he did a whole commercial where you had to submit you doing the dance.
6: Oh so he doesn't want to do the dance for free. Yeah I was yeah, gonna say if he's money. doing a commercial he's making he's making but some he bucks off of that. keeps doing
7: the dance so if you don't want people to ask uh, you to do the Dance, then stop doing the dance. Wow, well, yeah,
6: oh, but not for paid, free. Gotta, yeah, get that's paid. the deal. Huh? Sham, well, you, you gotta didn't get paid say that you that in the clip. Me to, if you're
9: gonna ask me to dance, you really throw some, <laughs> you know, throw some dollars <laughs> my way, make it rain on me. <laughs> <laughs>
6: you know? How much does, what, what, what do you charge per dance, Sham? Like if you're Carlton? Well, it depends on the dance. Oh, excuse <laughs> me.
0: Sham, here's my credit card. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
6: podcast. Uh, 21 pilots revealed that they were in early talks to do a song for Top Gun. Now, if you remember last week, Gaga released, what's the name of the song? Hold My Hand? Hold My hand. Hold my, Gaga. hand. Hold my uh, Hand. Uh, so Gaga released the song and then Tom Cruise had done a lot of talking about it, saying that this is the thing that actually, it's the thread that ties all the, the emotion of the movie together and that this one track changed everything. So here's a little bit of Gaga's song from Top Gun Maverick. Hold my hand, everything. Oh. and we all had mixed feelings about this still don't like it not not so much as a, as a movie song but even just like as a Gaga
9: song right it's yeah. pretty eh. it's beautiful I mean the thing is Gaga can sing right so when I you're know. when you're a singer you can you can pull that stuff off I should know um yeah. you know
6: <laughs> but as a movie song it's a, whatever so this is the direction that they wound up going in but because the production of Top Gun has now been going on for so long earlier on in all of this Uh, The guys from 21 Pilots were asked to do the song for Top Gun, and it didn't work out, and here's why they said things really went to hell. You know, funny thing, I was working
4: with the... I don't even know if I'm supposed to say this, whatever. I was working with um, the music placement person for the new Top Gun on writing a new song for them, and then I believe Tom Cruise came in and just fired everyone. And what so, yeah.
1: <laughs> why did he get
4: a reason I mean, you've seen that that top that new top gun thing he's got like it's the trailer's been out for like three years yeah. yeah so there's been a few overhauls and i i was a part of that um so <laughs> they've moved on
1: Wait, did you cruise. actually start writing something
4: uh i okay you're gonna have to push me on it um it i did i saw some i saw some scenes they brought me in to show me some scenes and stuff and uh, I, I actually don't think I started writing. It was pretty. It was actually pretty soon after they brought me in to show me, you know, parts of the movie and what they were looking for and stuff. That then I got word that everything kind of there was like a a wholesale like swap.
6: Anybody interested in what the Twenty One Pilots song sounded like? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What's their big song? What's Twenty One
9: Pilots' big song? Uh, stressed out. Uh, How's that stressed going? out. Yeah, yeah,
7: Yeah. you know the song, Roz. It's I Am Stressed Out. As Shem sang it.
9: We can turn back time. You guys
7: are the worst. (laughs) I
6: can't can't find it. (laughs) Okay, never mind. mind. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So, Britney Spears fans have been pleading with Britney to stop uploading nude shots of herself on Instagram. So within the span of like five hours the other day, Britt uploaded a string of like really similar images over three separate posts. Now, in the first, she captioned this photo dump of the last time I was in Mexico before there was a baby inside me. Why the heck do I look 10 years younger on vacation? We all do. And then that same photo was photo was posted six times in total with the only difference being like the shading and the closeness of the shot, like she was working on crops and whatnot. Uh, One Britney fan wrote, we don't need to see this and we don't need to see it five times in a different filter. Uh, While somebody else wrote, uh, please have a little respect for yourself and your children. So do I have to remind people leave Britney alone? Yeah. Right. Like, are we at this place now? I can't, but like, here's the thing with the whole free Britney thing, right? Is that everybody wanted brit to get out from underneath the conservatorship okay it is not then up to you to dislike or judge how she spends her freedom she also looks she beautiful. uses her freedom i think that people were expecting like a brand new album right away and i'm going on tour and i'm doing all this stuff no this is what she wants to do when we were all years ago on instagram abusing and overusing filters Right. And posting the same the same shot three or four times because we didn't really know how to do it. when we were all doing all that. Britney was in jail. Yeah. Right. So now she's getting to do all this. It's like it's like introducing like Instagram and everything to somebody for the very first time. And she's just having fun with it. She's I, having fun
7: with well it. Well, she hasn't gotten to the Valencia filter yet. So I'm right. waiting for that one.
6: Yes. Yes. This is what I'm saying, though. Right. You can't say free Britney and then get mad at Britney for being free. Like, it just, it makes no sense to me. And I can't believe it's all these years later. We have to say, leave Britney alone. It's ridiculous. Also,
7: I'm a true believer that if you don't like something, then unfollow them. It's their Instagram. Do what you Fair want? Fair enough.
6: Hey, you know what I do love about Britney. I mean, I love a lot about Britney. But you know what I love about Britney? I love that she shows her work. You know what I mean? I'm gonna post this unfiltered. Then I'm gonna post another one with like a little bit of a filter on it. Mm-hmm. Then I'm gonna post another one with like a little bit of a crop. Like we get the we get the we get the workflow to the final product, <laughs> I which love nobody it. does on social media. No, you only nobody get nobody does profession. that on social. Yes, yeah. you only get the. Thank you so much. The yeah. Roz
0: and Mocha Show podcast.
18: Podcast.
6: Uh, It's looking like Tom Brady has signed a deal with Fox Sports. So when he decides to walk away from the game, he's going to be an analyst of NFL analyst for Fox Sports. Now, Tom Brady, throughout the course of his football playing career, made three hundred and thirty three million dollars. Tom Brady's deal with Fox Sports is apparently worth three hundred and seventy five million dollars for 10 years. So Tom Brady will make more talking about football than he did playing football. In one contract Believe that? In one contract. It's a 10-year deal, $375 million. Because ESPN has been snapping up Monday Night Football um, uh, stars. So they got Troy Aikman, they got Joe Buck, then they got Peyton and Eli doing their Manning cast online during the game. So Fox is really in a position uh, to throw a lot of money at one star, and that star is uh, Tom Brady. $375 million over 10 years is what he's going to make. He could have bought that
7: Warhol the other night. And still it's had not money left telebrain.
6: over. It's he could have done it before the Fox deal.
7: $195 million.
6: He could have done it before the Fox
0: deal, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: Podcast. Uh, OVO is back. This is Drake. I don't know where he was, but uh, this is Drake talking about OVO coming back.
12: I love you with all my heart.
9: They let the city back open, so I will see you at OVO Fest soon. There is
3: a artist out of the UK named uh, Santun Dave yeah, who is performing. Uh, so Drake popped up on stage.
6: And uh, so Ovio normally happens when?
3: It's usually the August long weekend.
6: Gotcha. So gotcha. He's saying that, uh, so is he saying Vest that OVO is back. OVO's happening this year? Yeah. Really, huh? Mm-hmm. Anything announced yet? Or I guess no. not. Any Like any rumors? Any tours that are crossing over? Anybody got open dates that you may know no. could be hitting the stage at all? Mm-hmm. Nothing, no. huh?
9: No, you'll likely find out probably June, maybe July. Yeah, cool. We'll start to leak. Uh, and Chris, he
6: also,
3: he also, Drake has famously on purpose left out names surprise yes, guests sure. guests because he wants them to be a surprise,
6: right? But in other years, you've able, you've sort of been able to piece oh, it together because there've sure. been there've been existing tours yeah. that are then just going to become OVO Fest, mm-hmm. right?